0: What's going on everybody? I'm Kevin, host of the I'd Tap That Cigar Show. What you're about to listen to is the audio only of a video interview I did on our YouTube channel. If it gets too confusing about what's going on, please feel free to visit the Cigar Prop YouTube channel, look under the playlist, I'd Tap That Cigar Show, and maybe look at it instead of listening to it. But if you're listening to it, it means you like podcasts. So hopefully all of this makes sense, and let's start the show what is going on everybody welcome to the drew estate experience acid studios with me look here we got jessica uh got diggins and who do we got in the chat panel jason hawkins right on brother thanks for being first quake second zachariah morrison right on man good good talking with you earlier uh, haven't uh had oh, yet <laughs> Just, you a know, little, just little, little bit of so a uh, delay, uh, Chico Ray, Chico Ray, Jessica slide off. We, we were, we were packing more Drew estate stuff mm-hmm. on Chico. We got some bottle opener. We got a bunch of stuff. Chico, Chico.
1: he almost so, had a meltdown on me Almost, she, she,
0: she was trying to make me give some lighters away, Chico, Chico. She go she wanted me. I, I have like nine barn smoker lighters. She's like, you know, we should probably give some of those away. I go, yeah, you should Connor. probably shut your mouth a little bit. And Tony mean what's going on? I, Anthony, I, I was alarmed. Janice, Ed Doherty. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was a. Uh, t- Care Villahante can't even be on his. He, he's always late on his own show, and then he's late on our show. Uh, Donald, what is going on? Tim Allen, and uh, let me just make sure. Um, Uh, He hasn't messaged me for any reason be like, hey, I'm running late. So, uh, all right. Let's get right down to it. Let's get to the uh, Cigar Medics uh, cut and light. Um, Remember with the Cigar Medics, as long as you have the Cigar Medics, you always know when to hold them and know when to smoke them. So, just make sure, all right. And then uh, I'll take that. What is, what do we got? These have been. Kara sent me this box for my birthday last year or it could have been. Yeah. So. Ooh, good thing that dropped down 65, 62, 62. So, all right. And then I'll take these. We'll put these off to the side over here and let's get these cut and lit. And then as always, um, as we're cutting and lighting here, make sure you download the drew diplomat app. Um, log in what you're smoking take a picture and you can redeem that uh all those pictures for points or you get points and you can re- redeem them to get uh entries in the cool light man i thought i i dimmed that lighter down a little bit uh must not have been enough
1: it's neat too at so, the drew diplomat site you know if you go to a lounge you can check in yep yeah. um you can get bad and like you earn these badges and stuff and then same thing when you go to the, like the Florida Barn Smokers, you can check into all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's
0: pretty cool. And tonight I'm using a um, uh, a new. This is a kick-ass. It's a purple, uh, Rocky Patel triple flame. I'm not. Um, I'm
1: surprised you're not using one of your nine or ten barn smoker lighters.
0: Yes. Well, I wanted to show this one because uh, thanks to Fox Cigar, sent us about a dozen of these. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be giving uh, a one of these away every week so for the
1: next
0: few weeks. So then that means we can give one of the barn smoker lighters away. No. Um, so, all right. And then Hi, uh, um, I just, uh, um, uh, what do we got? Oh, Jennifer, what's going on? I assume Kara's getting ready, Jennifer. I just want to let everybody look at my magnificent beard tonight. Oh, it's a... Is your I beer game on point today? It, it is on point. I okay, die. Hold, 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 hold on a
1: second. Ha- Happy Mother's Day, Jennifer, and any Happy other ladies. I've got, i got the Mother's
0: Day. It's in, it's in our thing. <laughs> oh, is it? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I am using a product called Simpler. Uh, they're, they're not a sponsor of the show. Um, like I said, uh, I, I love this beer dye. Down in the links It's fantastic. I love this beer dye. And can we speed this? The, the barn smoker. This, uh, can we see the barn smoker one? So, yeah, so uh, um, there's a, um, a link down in the show notes below. Gets you, like, 15% discount off a simpler hair and beard dye. And I am loving my beard. I stared at myself for like, five minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I he also got
1: it all over the sink. <laughs> I did. So Dude, What uh, the heck? I know
2: I sat down with the cutter. You don't have a cutter yet? Dude, I sat down with one. I know I did. I'm tripping. Right. You, need a, you need a good carry lighter, on, on,
0: Jessica. What is going on, uh, Robert? Uh, doing the schmearin' right now? Are you? Are you? Oh, you didn't, you didn't
1: say cats and kittens tonight. <laughs> oh, I didn't. No. I'm. Uh, I,
0: I'm a little off. Jessica's with me, so I'm excited. Oh, I'm okay. excited to be ha- have having a girl here with me tonight. Jackson, Ricky, what it be? So, all right. As we're waiting on care. We'll get down to the uh, housekeeping segment. Time for some housekeeping this segment brought to you by what is? Yeah, that was all loud as hell. Um, <laughs> let's see, cigar bundles of Miami. Uh, so let me get
2: this. So let me get this straight. What? What do you mean, digging should do the smearing off right now, but Robert? That's not going to happen, dude. I yeah. I made that clear. So, all right, I kept calling
1: it Zima anyway. Yeah. We, 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 yeah. we, <laughs> Zima,
2: that was it. You remember they would put Jolly Ranchers in them? I know.
1: <laughs> and he was like, it's not Zima, it's Smirnoff. I go, same thing. Same, <laughs> we, we,
0: thing. We, we, we see you in the back, Care. So, all right, time for some housekeeping by Cigar Bundles of Miami. Cigar Bundles of Miami, your one-stop shop for all your bundles cigars rolled right here in Florida, the cigar capital of the country, now also carrying a full line of Drew Estate cigars. Check them out at Cigar Bundles of Miami. Use the uh, uh, the link in the show notes below along with the, uh, the coupon code to save 15% off each of your orders. Um, and then uh, uh, still going on right now, 25% off all the Tampa hand rolls I just checked earlier. Um, they still have in those sales for like the $39.99 for like the bundle of 20. Your 25% still saves you on top of that. So that is a fantastic uh, deal. And i really want to thank everybody for reaching out and supporting them um they we've generated quite a few sales for them and like i said it is an affiliate link and it is a tiny bit that we get back um but uh remember they are a mom and pop shop and they've been greatly affected by uh the COVID 19 and um really i mean what people have been buying has really been helping them keep their doors open so thank you everybody not from cigar bundles miami Thank you from uh from us here. Well, I think and, uh, the it's I that important cigar show. for
1: cigar makers like that because they it's a family. You know, it's not a big, huge, corporate like type of industry that they have going on. they you know exactly they
3: have
1: their own like family and stuff like working it. So it's important that yeah. they still get a paycheck <laughs> exactly. And then
0: Jessica uh, had mentioned before uh, today is Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all of you moms out there. Um, and then all of you single dads that uh, I've seen a few of you post uh, um, uh, recognition because you're pulling double duty yeah. as a mother and father, suck it up. No. Uh, Father's Day is right around the corner. That's your day.
1: No. And yep. all of
0: you mothers that are celebrating today – you don't get to celebrate again on Father's Day. Be like, I'm no. a single mom.
1: Well, Bitch, I you had
0: your day. Okay, listen, you had your I, can day. I, can
1: I say my piece first? Yes, second?
0: now Being, that was all I had for housekeeping. Oh, okay,
1: listen.
0: slow <laughs> your roll, ladies and gentlemen. I
2: think that.
1: men are celebrating it. I think it's just recognizing that there are men and women who are single parents, and so really, Mother's Day and Father's Day is. It's all blended.
0: Well, then we should have a parents' day. Okay,
1: well, I agree. Let, let's
0: get rid of them and put them in the middle. <laughs> you have a Mother's Day and a Father's Day. You don't get to celebrate too. Well, they're Pick not. A, it's hu- not that
1: they're. Cel- what are you celebrating?
0: Yeah, I know. What are you celebrating? But the but they're just you know. Look at me on Facebook. I'm a single dad trying to make it. Yeah, you you, you got you know because wow. you had a messed up relationship and you got hooked what? up with a
1: you, girl that had meth mouth. Talk. You yeah. might want to stop talking.
0: There are some good, you know. I...
1: I'm Stop just, talking. Move I'm on.
2: Ju- I'm just saying. <laughs> carry on. Carry on.
1: Okay, just moving on. Waiting along.
2: patiently in the Ira Busto
0: green room is uh, apparently Hulk Hogan's twin brother, uh, Care Villahante, with that mustache that I saw the other night. <laughs> Character. You like
4: it? It's called a COVID stash.
3: I love
0: it. It's a COVID stash. It is. A, you look like a South American drug lord. <laughs> I,
4: and I wore my sunglasses yeah. so I could fit into the to the, yeah. uh, to, the uh, to the crew tonight.
1: Yeah, I don't have mine on. I have real so, glasses so I could see your faces.
4: <laughs> well, first of all, Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. And I have no idea what hole he was rabbit hole he was going down with women and meth mouth and everything <laughs> but um happy mother's day nonetheless
1: thank you i appreciate it you can God. celebrate
4: both since you got to deal with him
1: i uh, i agree yeah that 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 she
4: that
0: she does so uh uh N- club I, I got your message earlier yeah we have a Nakoma's, florida right up the road from us like a half an hour so that's why i was wondering where you were uh where you were at Capaldi news service cares bringing in all the guns. Uh, is it? I'm new to the channels. at normal to trash on single dad. It is not. It is not. No, we're not trashing on single dads.
1: No, no, that, Diggins and I yeah are not saying uh, anything. Kevin uh, speaking for himself. Uh, I am. That is a
0: hole I dug <laughs> dug myself into. Father's Day is coming up. Father's Day is coming up, and I will. I will. Can I jump in that hole with you, Kevin? Preach, preach to the masses. <laughs> j- Father's in that Day, hole. but on Mother's Day. It is Mother's Day. Fathers Day is Fathers Day. Single dads, your day is coming up. Um, try to stop trying to horn in on the moms. I'm just saying. It's um <laughs> Yeah.
4: Go ahead, Kare. Just like go ahead, God. What do you have to say? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm waiting for yeah. it. <laughs> Listen, I got to take these off cuz this is not me. But anyway, y'all
2: know about staking BJ day? <laughs>
4: yeah. Um, I think you know, Father's Day is Father's Day, Mother's Day is Mother's Day. I think it's really nice. Everybody's acknowledges the fathers who are being mothers and mothers who are being fathers, but at the end of the day, it's understood there's two designated holidays stay in your lane, yes, <laughs> you want me to say stay in your lane, you know. It's uh, yes,
1: I'm not disagreeing with it, <laughs> but it's that.
4: understood, you know, if you're yeah, a single I, father, I mean, I, you know, for years, for general, I, I mean, I, you know. I did a lot and it was like I didn't I, I didn't feel that I needed to be recognized on Mother's Day. I got Father's right. Day.
1: Right. Now, now how many how many I kids. Get, I get just on the flip side yeah. for me be, when I was being a single mom for as long as I was. I mean Graham gave me cards on Mother's Day and Father's Day. So that's kind of how I'm approaching it. Yeah. Is that from my, my children's perspective. Yeah. That's, that,
4: great. that's personal. Right. You know yeah, that's not right. That's really r- ridiculous memes. You know, right, right. More at home. Yeah, I agree with you. So, um, care. I'm like because uh, uh,
0: uh, you and Jennifer, like uh, uh, Jessica and I, we have a, a meshed family. How many children um, um, d- did you bring to the relationship? How many did she bring?
4: I brought dos. She brought uno. Ah, but now it's just three. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. We just count. Just we just three. count. Uh, counting threes and fives. You know the family's five, the kids are three, but um you know it's there's a lot of challenging things to it, you know there are um, but the key to it is being consistent and being a team and being on the same on the same team as parents because you're the I look at his family as like a train you know you're the engine and you're just pulling a, you're pulling the kids that are the, the cars so if you're not if you're not in sync man, you know every, every train's got to have a conductor though well every conductor. That is true. Every train does be a conductor, but if the conductor doesn't watch themselves, yeah. they end up in the caboose. <laughs>
0: yeah, but yeah, it's. Uh, I, I remember uh, one of the first times uh, uh, my dad had uh, really met like Jessica and the family, yeah. and the one thing that that he had mentioned, and he goes, "We do not have steps in this house," yeah. and he goes, "That is not something right. that that we do."
3: You know, yeah. and that was. And uh, I, I thought yeah. that
1: was like super welcoming and amazing that. That his family treated me that way and my kids yeah it was nice and my family is kind of you know has done the same you know but your kids are older you know so yeah yeah like you know it's 20
0: what, and 22 when they met you know yeah, so they were they were right. already adults but we them. didn't do
1: like a whole family Thanksgiving like my family and his family and that was really nice that was the first time like that was a lot of people <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was that was a uh, a, so, a lot of people yeah so, uh, uh, Kare, we're going to jump right into it
4: because you're wearing a shirt. You have a new cigar coming out. Yeah, and I apologize I didn't get it to you guys in time. I mean, yeah. the, the shipment came in, and the, there are going to be some uh, Sweetgrass Gringo on the way.
0: Yeah, for, actually, for like every day for the last three days, I've been wearing just the other Stogie Roads uh, shirt just like that one. <laughs> so I, I, it's such a comfortable shirt. I mean, it's just it – just, I, I see it in the closet. And I'm like, yeah, I'm wearing this
1: one again.
4: Yeah, you know, Jennifer did a great job with these. These are really oh, yeah. good. Yeah, so, have, so, tonight I, have a I got question, my YA my, my, my barrel. What's it
1: like living with a Jersey girl?
4: <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> it's so great.
1: Jen and I are convinced when you know we all meet up that you and Kevin are not going to be able to handle the two of us.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I got a feeling that when we all meet up, you guys will start talking and Kevin and I will disappear and you won't even notice we're gone. Probably. Yeah.
1: That's a win win. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. All right, sorry, go ahead. Go
4: back. So your,
0: your cigar care, the Sweetgrass Gringo, where where did the name come from? And let's talk about the cigar a little bit.
4: Um, You know, like you, I have a I have a love of Candela. So um, when, when the Edition 35 came out and it was doing well, I, I wanted to do something with Candela and a barber pole because I have had other barber pole Candelas and I was not a fan of them. Um, so I was, the Gabby and I were talking, I said, look, you know, I, I said, what if we did a Candela in Connecticut wrapper? He's like, well, there's nothing on the market like that. Usually they're Maduro, Sumatra, darker, you know, I said, I think the creaminess of the Connecticut, especially with the way that it's fermented and, and handled down in uh, tobacco layer cafe and with the Candela, I said, I think that there's going to be enough creaminess and spice and that sweet grassiness of the candela, which it also has a little bit of bitter. I said, well uh, we'll really marry well. And um, he's like, all right, so we we started putting together a blend, start working on it. So I started thinking of a name and I'm like, I'm completely clueless. But it, it always whenever I spoke to Candela, it always reminded me of being down in in, in um, um down in Charleston, down in the market where they make the sweet grass baskets, right? Um <clears throat> okay, so, so the women this this goes all the way back um it's it's the oldest, oldest uh African craft, and um the, the women sit there and they 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 make baskets, they make uh flowers. I mean, it's just amazing to see what they do with the sweet grass that grows you know down in the low country. So it always, whenever I walked by, it always kind of that aroma was that, you know, sweet grass, hay, you know, those notes that we pick up on our cigars. So I was like, man, I got to incorporate sweet grass. And I'm like, I'm a gringo, so why not sweet grass gringo? It kind of goes together. Now when you say like that, they're making the baskets
0: out of uh, um, uh, like the sweet grass. Is it like hay? Is it like a wicker, like a like a big plant? Well, I mean. It is. Look. It is like grass
4: you know like a big thick grass yeah oh, okay yeah I and we have we got a we got a couple of baskets of ash, but i mean it's it's beautiful because they do incorporate greens tans browns and by looking at that basket it also reminds me of a barber pole too oh. so it all kind of came together when we were down there and I was like, sweet grass, sweet grass cigar, sweet grass, you know, addition. I was like, sweet grass gringo. So I ran it by uh, Gabby, and he was like, Arr. I ran it by Jennifer. She was like, Arr. and I was like, that's a sign. <Yeah>. It, it, um, it is, and, and I'm glad you went with it. It's like it's a catch. It's a catchy I name. Love it. How did it to grow on everybody? And even and then Gabby's like, you know what? I'm I'm starting to catch it. He goes, I'm starting to get it. It's catchy. It's memorable. It's it's cool. Um, and uh, he's like, what do you want to do for the artwork? I said, I just want to have a different looking box. Let's take our traditional box that we have and just make it green.
0: Yeah, and um, um and you and you talking about like said so the green with the barber pole. You know, Cap, Dr. Caffey had always said or said that you know, um, uh, it is usually paired with a Maduro because people don't like the Candela, so they're trying to hide it with a Maduro. They're trying to overpower that Candela because I don't think people, and like I said, I've said it I've, I've a hundred times, people have had more bad Candelas than they've had good ones. When you get yeah. a good Candela, you get a fantastic cigar. So when paired properly, I can't wait to taste it. I've never had one with the Connecticut, you know, it's, um, and I've, you know, so I'm interested to see how that, how that pairs out.
4: It is. And you know, I've found that there have been, and I won't mention any, any, any brands, but there's been some brands that I've tried and I'm pretty objective when I smoke cigars. You know, if it's a great cigar, it's a great cigar, but I've had some barber poles that were a Maduro Can- uh, Candela and between the, the wrapper and whatever the filler was, it just did not complement each other. I really felt like the flavors were battling f- for my palate which really left the 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 uh the flavor profile very confusing and just disjointed and not enjoyable. Where yeah. this is just really it's that's that was the one thing we talked about is you didn't want to you didn't want to you know you didn't want the flavor to get lost and be muted so um, as I start smoking more, the one thing I found is with the, you know, it's Nicaraguan and Honduran uh, filler. Um, you, this is actually has some nice peppery notes to it. And it's a little bit, it's kind of sneaky. It's a little bit stronger than you would expect for a uh, Connecticut Candela barber pole.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, a Connecticut period and then a Candela. I don't know if I've ever had a strong Candela, you know, uh, just a... Oh, uh, excited uh, to a, try a, it. A Dickens, what, what is your... Um, I I think we've talked about this before, but I'm not sure. What is your um, opinion on Candela's? Have you tried
2: enough to really form? Uh, You know, know? they're really, um, they were around a lot when I really started, you know, the the Double Claros, uh, when I first started smoking cigars. And I think I felt, I feel as though I grew away from them because that's kind of where I started. They were, you know, more uh, readily available back then. Um, even, you know, i am talk about like right there at the beginning of the, the boom, um, is whenever I started 95, 96, somewhere around there. Um, and you can find them a little bit more often, like with the acids even, uh, what is that? What's the acid? The acid is the Cuba Candela, which is a Cuba Candela. But, um, you know, like the, the AJ Fuente Candela, you can still find, but you know, it's just hard to find them. I smoke them because I'll smoke anything. Yeah, but, um, you know, I, I I seek out the barber poles more often than I do a true candela.
0: All right, yeah, it's a, and um, like I said, in, in the bar, you you find a lot more of the barber poles than you do the the full candelas. And then maybe if we went back to calling them double claro, or we can come out with a triple claro, you know, something yeah. other than a, a candela that might at least
2: sneak. I like candela. I think candela sounds better than claro.
0: I,
4: I I think yeah.
0: What, what, yeah what, what's your opinion, Care?
4: I think, uh, and Diggs, I'll get some to you too. I, I did just a, a you know I was doing some research, and I know that when, um, and I'm sure Kevin will probably fact check me on this one because he's a little bit of a perfectionist. <laughs> what's my line, Kevin? What's my damn line? <laughs> just say your oh, line, Care. Your line, Care. this? Was brought to you by <laughs> a Cigar Prop. Um, <laughs> oh i love it all i could think of is like that person that's on stage you know live and they're like line line, you know, <laughs> the line. um but uh the problem was that you know in Cuba, like after everything got closed down um you know the the processing uh, and, and the whole you know uh, uh delicate uh processing of of creating that candela um was really lost here in the united states and elsewhere So what happened was they were getting these batches of just really bitter and gross, you know, Candela wrappers. And then they finally started finding the process of doing it correctly. And that's why you see the big boom in the 40s and the 50s uh, and 60s of of Candela cigars. You know, you turn on Archie Bunker, you turn on Hogan's Heroes, you turn on all these different Mm -hmm. shows. They're all smoking Candela wrappers yeah, yeah you know. and then, well, then back then it was is was, isn't
1: that what I said to you when we were smoking some candelas I said I don't know that we even know what a real candela
0: tastes like it tastes you know like. yeah yeah I mean they were the, they were the the like American the market selection way. they weren't even really called a candela it was right. just the American market selection you know it was just a cigar I remember yeah
4: candela from my dad you know when I was younger as a kid in the 70s you know uh, having candela cigars so you know that green just kind of stays uh, stands out. Um but to your question, I've always loved the Fuente Candela. I mean, that is yeah. just a just it's, yeah, it's, the, it's, it's it's really reliable and it inspired me with this, but I wanted something with a little bit more oomph to it, and I am a big fan of the um Romacraft candela.
0: Yeah, the um Romacraft candela. Yeah, I forget what they what they called theirs, but um I the
4: Fermor the Formorian. Yeah, I mean that thing is just it really is uh, a great cigar. So, um, I yeah, want yeah, yeah. to take those two, you know, those two worlds, and kind of give you a very smooth, reliable, great cigar, but has some, some, some pepper and some flavor to it.
0: You know, now, um, um, uh, you've really got to hunt down, and they're hard to find. But the uh, foundation cigars, the the grasshopper, the the, um, the candela, that mm-hmm. um, um, because like I said, I, I've I've shown that picture and I've I've talked about it to other manufacturers and asked. How did Nick Malilo produce this cigar? You know, it was a it was a candela that almost looks like it was dipped in wax.
1: Yeah, it's it is
0: a cigar. shiny, slick surface, and it. I mean, it's bright green like you just picked that leaf off of a, a bush, but there was no bitterness, there was no grassiness, none of that. That was so, the one
1: thing that was odd to me, though, that it didn't even that, have, that like it, it didn't have that
0: bitterness, bitterness, and I and I don't know how he fermented that. Yeah, out of that cigar. cigar.
4: But, and I'll um, tell you what, Gabby, what they do at Tobacco Lair Cafe, thing. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty amazing that they, you don't get that bitterness, and I even think that you know what little undertone of bitterness that Kendall is going to give you, um, the balance between the, uh, the the Connecticut wrapper and then the 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 blend that's in the filler really they all complement each other, and that was the one thing that I was going for because as I said. I'd smoked a, a couple of, of Candela barber poles and it just seemed like it, it was just all over the place. It was like jazz, you know, all over the place. Yeah. It was, you know, you just really couldn't get into the groove of a, of smoking a cigar and and appreciating the flavors.
0: Oh, exactly. And, that, and that's the biggest thing with the with the candela is I've had a lot of um that Fuente eight five eight candela is, is a fantastic one. Uh, the Viaje, they did like a St. Patrick's um, they did a white label. Mm-hmm. the hands down the worst candela cigar ever produced, but it was a last minute. It was a St. Patrick's day, throw green on something and, and ship it out. And, and that's unfortunately what a lot of uh, companies. You know? Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty, pretty awful. But, um, um but I know, you know, anything comes out of a uh, uh, Dr. Caffey's factories is, oh, yeah. is hands yeah. on. How long did it take you
2: guys I'm right now? I didn't mention it, but I'm oh. smoking a Duke right now in honor of Jake Noble's getting married today. Yeah, yes.
4: Jake. Yeah, he's uh, tied the knot today. Yeah, he did. So yeah. So how, how long was the uh, the the process
0: of blending this with uh, Dr. Caffey? And did you go, did you go down to the factory? Did he bring you samples up? Um, what was the back and forth like on uh, making this cigar?
4: Going down to the factory is is always kind of like a hit or miss. You know, we we set up plans, and then something pops up on my end. And We set up plans, and then something pops up in his end, and we actually did have a plan to to go down to the factory the turn of the new year and of course covid19 kind of yeah that.
3: yeah
4: so we you know what we do is is when gabby and i we facetime a lot we talk you know about the tobaccos and that you know that we have the work with and 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 blending the tobaccos and then um we get oscar on the call who's uh down in honduras we talk to him and he it's amazing. It's like some of the, like the artwork for the, you know, for the, for the inside, uh, uh, the Vista, you know, I had the vision and I, I, you put all the pieces together and then you have someone who's really talented, kind of put it all together. And that's where we came up with the blend and then the samples are shipped up and I, t- I taste them and say, okay, this one was really good. Uh, you know, but I really want a little bit more, you know, let, let, let's get a little bit more strength to it because it's just something's getting lost in there. And it, it, we go back and forth for a couple months with it. I mean, it's something that, um, even with the Edition thirty-five, I think Gabby and I have such a good relationship, and he's very knowledgeable um, with tobacco. I mean, he, he's he's not the uh, master blender like you know some of some of the guys uh, you know on on you know with some of these uh, factories, but he knows tobacco. He knows what goes well. He's very knowledgeable. Whenever he learns something, he dives right into it, and I've learned a great deal from him. So once we start talking, we start talking tobaccos and blends and what flavor profiles, um, it happens pretty quickly. I, I would love to sit here and give you some BS line about how we sat around smoking 10 different cigars and sniffing <laughs> tobacco leaves, you know, but I think we're both on the same page with, 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 uh, with what we're looking for and, and what my vision was, and it didn't take very long. Yeah, now, may I me ask think you think this. Care, the, the very
1: consistent.
4: I'm sorry, Jessica. No, go ahead. No, no.
2: no okay. So like with a candela, uh, I, I feel that it's a, a delicate flavor profile. Um, so I wouldn't want to smoke it uh, later in the afternoon or after I've had a couple cigars in the day. When you're trying to when you're working on that blend or trying to say, Hey, this is this is the one I'm I'm ready to go with, do you do it on a fresh palate every time or do you make First sure in the the morning. it works? First thing in the morning, but do you also make sure that it works later in the afternoon after yep. you have a stronger cigar?
0: That, yep. That's what that's what I was gonna. Did, and that was going next. And, you know, after you smoke it in the morning, do you try it at different times of the cigar? And uh, Peter Janus, yes, Acid Cuba Candela, fantastic. Camacho Candela, I always keep a box on deck.
4: And hey, so, that is a good Candela. I mean, Camacho brands. Um, there's a few that I liked. There's a few that I don't. But when I smoked the Candela, I was really, I was really impressed with it. I thought that was a damn good cigar.
0: Yep. Now, now, when you're also testing the cigars, you're testing them morning, noon, and night. You are testing them on. A, um, um, like I said, for me, it would be like I, I would want like uh, a steak and potatoes, but then I'd also want a can of Chef Boyardee. I want I want my cigar to, to pair well with both equally as good. You know.
4: Well, I start off in the morning with a fresh palate. Yeah. You know, fresh palate. And that's when I start smoking, especially even now, if I get a new cigar that I want to try, yeah, I, I'll do it in the morning first thing. You know, after after I'll eat breakfast, you know, I'll, I'll smoke a cigar. So um, that's really when I want to get the, the kind of, I feel like I'm more in tune with, with, with the flavor profile. Then as the day goes on, um, then yeah, I definitely want to try it throughout the day, you know, in the middle of the day. In the evenings, I always make sure that after dinner, I'm going to have uh, the cigar as well. And I start trying to... I try and pair it with different things to see if it goes well. Um, you know, does it go well with coffee? Does it go well with beer? Does it go well with scotch? You know, my three cornerstones of, uh, of, of of drink, of drank. Um, and, and that's really where um, I start kind of coming up with, you know, some feedback to, to Gabby because there's sometimes, I mean, I've had some Candela's that if I drink with coffee and at the coffee, no offense, Jennifer, she likes her coffee a little bit stronger. So, but if you smoke a Candela and you have a little bit stronger, bitter coffee, and if that is bitter, forget about yeah. it. It's going to kill you. Yeah. So, you know, that's really where I try and, and, um, and, and, and pair it along the day. But I do smoke it throughout the day in different times after different meals, like you said, Kevin. Um, and I, I mean, I did the same thing with the original blend. I did the same thing with the Lancero. Um, and I, it, it always seems to uh, to work for me to, to do it that way with always starting off with a fresh palate in the morning. And then kind of marble it in throughout the day.
0: All right, see, see, for me, like I said, on, um, I find my palate to be the freshest for me at, at night when I'm smoking a new cigar or wanting to do a review. You know, it's one of those things. Um, I, you know, I, I, I kind of want it to be on uh, one of my days off, um, where I've been busy and active all day, and then you know, you just you're anticipating that for me. I guess it's a, the anticipation of that cigar at night. You're right. like, man, I got I got a new cigar to try you know your your mouth starts to water a little bit like like uh, like someone put some sizzling fajitas in front of you and and uh and I feel like I can you know I can do it more and in, in the morning I don't pay attention to shit in the morning you know especially when I'm smoking a cigar it's just I just want something I want a no brainer in the morning I I want a no brainer in the morning I don't want to, but like I said but but blending my own cigar that would be I uh, would definitely be something that that I want you know it's like so that way you can you know, tell you, you know, people, because there are cigars that I can't smoke it, you know, in the morning. You know that I I can barely smoke anything that Steve Saka makes in the morning as my first cigar right. of the day. Not happening. You know, so you want that fuller, you know, richer cigar. I don't know in the why evening. you're looking at me. I so, can
1: smoke um, a Steve Saka cigar. Yeah, yeah, in the she, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. she. She, she,
0: she, she can <laughs> wake up like at three a.m. and and light up a Miquarita and be like, all right, this is good.
3: So. <laughs>
4: yeah i I'll tell you what though i in the mor- I'm a morning person like and, and, and I kind of have that dual curse i I stay up late at night, but I'm also a morning person. I don't like sleeping in even on weekends. I can't yeah so oh, i we- I enjoy my mornings. There's nothing for me better than waking up in the morning grabbing you know my breakfast, which is always an English muffin with you know crunchy toast or crunchy peanut butter on it and then afterwards just either sitting outside or sitting down and relaxing and just enjoying the morning with a cigar where I can actually have that one-on-one conversation with my cigar because Jennifer's not a morning person. I would never dare to have a conversation with her in the morning.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 mu- when i mu- morning must, must be a Jersey thing. <laughs> so, uh, 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 Jim Miller, I have not. Uh, I will get to it, though. Uh, uh, blame me. I, I and, am a
1: morning person, but I like my solitude. I don't want yeah. to be spoken to. I like right. getting up in the morning, but don't talk to yeah, me. Yeah, I, I don't want to be talking to you It's my own either.
2: time.
0: A
1: coffee, my cigar, yes.
2: and the and, uh, and, and, oh, and yes. all And it's, it's all
0: always... Much, it yeah. has to be crunchy peanut smooth creamy peanut butter is the devil. Oh, I hate creamy peanut butter.
4: I'll eat it if I have yeah. to, but yeah, yeah, I,
0: yeah,
2: got you got you gotta have the uh oh, the I don't popcorn, like crunchy. I don't English like muffins. Muffins. It's, it's gotta be creamy peanut butter. butter. Right as rain.
3: Smooth.
2: And <laughs> then, <laughs> yeah, mayonnaise not uh, miracle whip. Yeah. Yeah. No. Mayonnaise. no miracle Whip. He's miracle disgusting. Whip. Mayonnaise. <laughs> Got to mayonnaise.
0: Mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> mayonnaise. So, mayonnaise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so how how did you um uh, how did you in in uh, uh Doctor Ka- I don't know like your history your friendship oh, yeah. how far back does that go where did you guys ever come across each other?
4: Well, um, it's funny because um, God, I'm trying to think. Probably about three years ago, maybe a little bit longer than that, um, I had to go to a conference in in Florida down in Miami, and Duncan was right. I came with me because he wanted to, to to visit some folks, and Gabby was one of the guys he wanted to visit. Now I had known Gabby through social media and messaged him. Um, <clears throat> I didn't get a chance to meet him that day. That actually, when when we got down there, that's when I first met Felix Mesa. Okay. Of the lawn, and he's. Uh, um, overseeing the Nicaraguan factory for Fuente. Um and just really after meeting um, Felix, I was like, "Man, what a what a he's knowledgeable. What are the nicest human beings you ever want to meet? Nicest human beings." Um, and then afterwards, uh, Gabby and I started, you know, communicating on social media, and um, had him on the show a couple of times, and and really started to a bond, and it was more the commonality of not only the love of cigars and the passion for cigars, but also the business end of things thing. And then also getting actively involved um, with the cigar rights of America and and starting the Boutique Cigar Association. Um, You know, that was also a a passion for me, too, because when I first started off, I just had the Viajante Stogie Road show. I traveled around. I supported brick and mortar shops. I did my show and I supported uh, boutique cigars, and I supported brick-and-mortar, and And that's really where, you know, our connection really, you know, uh, we we finally found our connection was through that passion for the industry, the boutique industry, the brick-and-mortar, but then also the fight for the rights for not only, you know, the established bigger companies, but for the small guy, and as we started to build uh, the boutique cigar association, that's where our friendship started to grow, and (laughs) <laughs> one day he's like, "Hey, did you ever think about coming out with a cigar? With all that you do and all that you've seen and all the shots, um, you know, I'm sure you get a lot of information. You know, have you ever thought about coming out with a cigar?" I said, "Yeah, I've been thinking about it." I said, "I've actually over the last several months I've been kind of feeling you out and interviewing you to see if I want to do one with you." <laughs> And then
0: uh, uh, Kevin Pero uh, says, Dr. Caffey send me a message Kevin please would you would you say hey uh, Pete Johnson when you get some time later you you send me a- <laughs> yeah. yeah Dr. Caffey does not send messages Dr. Caffey receives messages <laughs> First so, I, please, I, just, they go <laughs> to
2: me it would have been better to say hey Dr. Caffey check your inbox please
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. Plus plus oh. plus he has no idea who it is. It just says New England Cigar Militia. He's probably like, I don't know who the New England, you know. oh, I bet they will. I bet he's trying to get a blend made. I oh I I, I, I guarantee, I guarantee. Little
4: bit of advice, and it's just not with Gabby, but it's like you said, you know, a lot of these guys who are in the industry, the, the bigger, the smaller, the medium, you know. Um and one thing I learned about Gabby, he's the one man, he's very busy. And and the, the the going back to kind of the conversation of how we met and and the connection, um, I was motivated. So when you're motivated and you want to get something done and you're serious about it, you reach out.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: You reach out. You make the connection. You make the thing. And the conversation with Gabby where he brought it up was we were talking about cigars, and and I literally did look in other areas and a, and, and had conversations with other folks about making a cigar. But it just felt really, it felt right with Gabby because of um, his personality, the connection, the commonality, and the fact that he got it. And I felt like when we were talking, he understood what I was saying. So, um, you know, that's really where things started to grow. And, you know, from there, you know, the rest is history. I mean, we've worked together on the Boutique Cigar Association. Um, We've worked together on these blends. Um, and um, and work together in other areas and share ideas and bounce stuff off of each other, and um, have yeah, really a th- pretty strong a pretty strong uh, friendship.
0: Yep, and there, and there's got to be you know like you're interviewing Dr. Caffey, but at the same time he's got to interview you because there are makers out there. If if I fly down to wherever and uh, just approach a manufacturer, and say, hey, I want ten thousand cigars with my with my name on it, they're going to send it to me, but um, right. I, but Dr. Caffey doesn't, you know. And there are some others like him. That's not what they—they want to build relationships too. They don't want to just sell cigars. They—they they, want to help you succeed. That's why you know, yeah, oh, he, you know, and, and it's just because it, it's always a vested interest for him. The better you do, you know, the the better he does. And then the worse you do, you can, you know, especially if people know that he makes your cigars. You know, if you if you turn out to be an asshole, or you turn out that you know you pick the blend that you're like I have to have this done right. and then nobody likes it mm-hmm. you know that looks bad on him you know as as well, well so I, there's got to be a, a
1: mutual a most definitely um, with the <clears throat> being like like a boutique type of cigar how like how many like cigars do you get versus like somebody who's not like a boutique cigar maker boutique like, yeah, for like a that
4: boutique. Southern accent, the boutique. <laughs> <Botake>. <laughs> That's the North Carolina coming out into I her. I got me some boutique cigars sitting around here doing nothing. Um, <laughs> you know, there are going to be probably, as Kevin said, there's going to be um, some benefits, right? You know, it, you, you could go to uh, and contact some of the, the bigger companies and say, I'm interested in coming out with a cigar. And it's going to be like, okay, well, here's the minimum order. Here's what this is. And it's very sterile and this is from what I've heard, obviously I've never been in a situation and you can go in and say, okay, well, I want this blend. And it's almost like, you know, a la carte, you know, well, I want this blend. And, but, um, when you do deal with a, uh, a smaller boutique, you know, there are a lot of flexibilities to it. So, um, the one thing that Gabby and I talked about very early on was that flexibility and, and commitment on my end to um, what I want to do. As you said, Kevin, you know, he was interviewing me too. So when he approached me, you know, Gabby's just not going to have a, you know, fly-by-night conversation to say, hey, are you, you ever thinking about making a cigar? He obviously felt yeah. like I was in a position or at least had the right mindset to possibly pursue that. And then from there, we start talking about numbers. So I can't really specifically say, well, you know, if you went to my father and said you wanted to blend, they're going to require this much where someone like Gabby or a smaller company is going to require less. I just know that from my um, dealings with Gabby and also my knowledge of some other folks who've dealt with bigger companies, that there's a lot of flexibility um, that I've experienced with Gabby. But as Kevin, I think you hit the nail on the head. It wasn't me calling up a, a manufacturer or a factory and saying, I want, I want cigars. It's someone who says, okay. You're part of the family now. You're part yep. of the Caffe, you know, you're part of the, uh, the, the tobacco, tobacco baccalaureate family. <laughs> we want to elevate you. We want you to do well. Here's what I learned when I was starting off, and I want to pass it all along to you. Here's some of the things that I was screwed over on that, you know, I don't want you to encounter. So it becomes more of a partnership than it does of me just having someone make my cigars.
0: Exactly. And then, and then with uh, Dr. Caffey being vertically integrated, that has to be an amazing uh, load off your shoulders because now, you know, you're not, you know, so, so Dr. Caffey's like, I, okay, I can make you a cigar, but now, okay, so you just call the box guy and you guys work it out. You, you right. call the rapper guy, you guys work it out. You know, it's like, all right, so, you know, under one roof, you know, we can get you a product complete delivered to your, you know, you know your house, your client's. And so that, that's got to be awesome because there are not very many companies that are like that, that can no. just do
4: it all. It, it, it does make things a lot easier. Plus, it allows the creativity flow, in my opinion, to be very seamless. You know, you're, you, we're talking about, you know, we're, we're building a blend. We're building a cigar and the vision behind it and what's inspiring me. Okay, great. Then guess what? Gabby and I talk about the, the, the box art. We talk about, what, you know, what that's going to look like. And we start going in that. So I'm sitting there going, okay, so Gabby's wearing a hat of master blender. He's wearing a hat of, you know, creative, you know, artist and, you know, box maker. And, um, you know, but it it takes you through that journey where, you know, we're not only just building the blend, but everything that has to do with my particular uh, cigar brand has meaning behind it. And it's all integrated. It does make it easier to be um, working with someone, like you said, is vertically is vertically integrated where the boxes are made there, you know, the cellophane, the wrapping, we get the cedar sleeves, we get the ribbon sent down, um, you know, the cigars are made there, everything's done under one roof. It does make it easier, but I also think on the, the side of the creativity that there are no start and stops where if I had to go get boxes elsewhere, or I had to go elsewhere to do something um, um, like cigar bands or whatever, it could really cause some hiccups along the way. So this allows the vision, the 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 creation, the ordering, the delivery, um, all, you know, seamless. And the the other thing that I that, you know, when when Gabby and I were talking early on and we talked about um the the boutique cigar association and you know getting more involved in that end. Um you know working with somebody who's who's compliant who understands the FDA regulations who works (laughs) who, who just who didn't just say Oh, well, don't worry about it, Kerry. You don't have to worry about that. I mean, you know, everything, all their blends are registered. Uh, you know, everything that that a, a factory and a cigar brand owner and someone who, who has that, you know, onus responsibility doing all the right things, that also made me a heck of a lot more comfortable and inspired to want to work with someone like that because they're very efficient and very thorough. And, you know, that's where Gabby's not only thinking about you know what we're doing today but what we're doing tomorrow 3 months from now 5 months from now years from now and when you have someone who's thinking that far ahead and preparing for that far ahead you know that you're working with someone who's not only protecting their brand and 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 um, and the factory but they're also looking out for you mm-hmm.
0: so, exactly you know, i i know two boutique cigar owners that that are really shitting bricks right now because they're not getting any help you know just they're the, the, the i can't even imagine like everything the FDA is requiring and their factories that they're getting the, their cigars from are of no help. So there, you've, you've got someone that doesn't know anything about you know the, um, the politics or, or anything else, and they're trying to figure out all of this on their own. And right. I think there's gonna be a lot of boutique guys that are just gonna decide to just shut down because they just, either they didn't have their paperwork in time, they don't know what they're doing. There's going to be some mistakes and it's just going to shut them down. You know, I, I don't know if anybody besides Rocky Patel that can handle the FDA like Dr. Kathy can, you know, like I said, the, those two guys have been, you know, at, at I mean literally the, Borsh- the, the, the front. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff Borshwitz, you know, I said, um, you, know, the, um, you know, Dr. Caffey and, uh, and, and Rocky just been been up to Washington probably more times than, oh, than, yeah. than, than, and than 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 anybody. Right. You know, so it's it's definitely that's what I would be thinking. I always want five years from now. Like I said, I, I don't want to worry about is this tobacco still going to be available? I've been making this cigar for two or three years. People like it. You know, now the factory's like, oh, oh, hey, we didn't tell you, we only had like three years worth of that. You know, and then it, it's done. We you know, we we can't get any more.
4: Right. And you know that that was the thing when when um when I took this step, you know. <clears throat> You know, I also took the necessary steps as a cigar brand owner, um, starting off as small as I am, that a lot of guys who may be in my shoes that, you know, are just starting off there, you know, they just, you know, have a, one brand, maybe a couple of blends. There's some steps that you got to take too, um, in order to protect your brand, the trademarking um, and all point, you know, uh, just the little things like that, that a lot of people don't think about, or they're like, ah. I'm not going to worry about that. I'm just going to do this. But, you know, all those things um, that I was doing on my end also um, were on the same page with, you know, this is something serious. This is something that is a passion. This is something that um, I, I I don't, it's not going to be a couple of years. Yeah, it was fun. You know, this is something I want to pass along to my kids, you know, all three of them. Um, but, um, you know, that's really where. You know, I I discussed before the the commonality and that connection with Gabby, and you know sometimes we get on a call, you know we're you know, and the calls are really quick because we're both thinking the same thing, and it's like bing bang boom, and and we're done. And there's other times we'll talk on the I'll talk for hours about just crazy mindless stuff, um, just because you know you you gotta have that outlet some days. <laughs> Especially yeah, Matt. It,
0: it, it, it's not always about uh, cigars. I was telling Jessica, uh, uh, Steve Saka had called me at work the other day, and, uh, and we just talked for probably like 30 minutes, and it wasn't even about cigars. It was just about, you know, life in general. And uh, and, and yeah. people, you know, it, we don't always talk about, even even when you go to a lounge, you don't always talk, you rarely ever talk about cigars. Someone no. will be like, hey, what are you smoking? And you're like, well, I got a uh, Caffey 1901 <laughs> San Andreas. They're like, cool. And then I was like, what are you smoking? They're like, so what kind of notes are you getting off that? You know, and it just, nobody cares. Nobody cares about the cigar, you know, just, and that's what, you know, great well, news. I mean, and we sat too. down with Dr. Kathy too, and
2: yeah, but it's a, quick, it's a quick. You know how how is it? It's good, or don't waste your money, and then moving on.
0: Yeah, you know. Exactly. You know, we, we had dinner with a Dr. Kathy uh, and his family, and we spent yes, hours and hours talking. And yeah, we talked about cigars, but yeah, we talked no. about a lot of just other yeah. stuff, and you know, life life in general. And um, what an well, and, you know, you
2: say that you sit on the phone with Dr. Kathy for you know an hour, hour and a half, whatever, and you just have a conversation that's not about cigars, but while you're having that conversation, you're smoking a cigar and it's probably a blend of his that you are going to release, uh, under your, your name. So, um, I would think that that alone would let you, uh, get that experience of, you know, Hey, this is a loud experience. Do I enjoy the cigar over a conversation or not?
4: Yeah. I mean, we, we smoke cigars and we have our conversations. Sometimes I smoke other brands, you know, and, um, talk about what I like about it, you know, mention it, but, Um, it, it, goes back to the fact that, you know, it's, you know, it's not this very sterile business relationship. We have a, we have a solid friendship too. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I've been down to his place a couple of times. He's been up here. Um, you know, I've met his family and, um, there's more, you know, to it than just, Hey, this is the guy who makes my cigars. Yes. Um, and that, I think when you have that type of relationship and you know what Gab, what's funny is Gabby and I have had, you know, it's not always nice conversations, but the one thing I can tell you um, in our, during our conversations is, you know, there's enough mutual respect there where we can have a difficult conversation and get on and get off and move on from it and not hold it and not, you know, kind of, you know, throw a hissy fit or be mad and stomp away. You um, you know, there's some days that uh, you're having a bad day and you may kind of, uh, you know, get a little bit uh, pissy towards somebody. You know, I know I've had my days. He's had his days. But at the end of the day, um, I think I said day like five times in that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the day, if you can have a difficult conversation with somebody and still be able to move forward, that's a, a sign of a solid relationship with mutual respect and understanding that you're going to have to have difficult conversations. That's just what the adult world's about.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Now, now you had mentioned um, uh, a minute ago, like trademark and everything else. You had a little hiccup with your first cigar with uh, with the name. What what happened? What happened there? I
4: don't know that story. What? I don't know if the uh, if there's a uh, um, if I can talk about that yet. I don't know if there's a what are they? statute of limitations.
0: <laughs> well, you you had you just had to change the name.
4: Yeah, I mean, yes. El Viajante. I mean, I've been going with the Viajante Stogie Road and El Viajante for a long time. So, but obviously not long enough. Um, so uh, when we came out with the first cigar, it was El Viajante, and I got a letter saying, "Hey, it's too close to our brand name. We don't want anybody to mistake in your brand for ours." And um, and I respected that because they had been in the industry for a while. And I could see where they were coming from. Now, if I sat there and kind of looked at it every different way, I thought, "Eh, maybe not. And maybe I don't want my brain to be mistaken for yours. Um, but um, truly, I did respect the fact that uh, they did reach out to me, um, that they did ask me, you know, not to, to to use the name. And I said, look, these are already produced. I got X amount coming out. And they said, okay, fine. After this, just, you know, don't use the name anymore. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And and I respect that because I do respect uh, so much about the cigar industry and the history of the cigars. It's the reason why I got into it. Um, So if somebody has a name that's been out for several years and they've, it's trademarked and um, they're known by that. And if, if, if any name that I came up with was, was remotely close um, you know, I would show them the respect that's definitely been earned by them for being in the industry as long as they have been
0: and that and that'll come back around you know uh, to you one day you know you could have been a journey okay you know it's it's not that close I, I i think if we went to court we could fight this and i could win it would cost you money it would cost them money Yeah, possibly um um uh, it, it would it would you know branch out into the community and be like oh you know you know care's wrong or hey, this company's wrong or you know so then it just it's not worth that strife that you know we're already fighting you know, fighting enough. We need to, you know, we need to come together. And like I said, then maybe in the future, you know, you ever need something from that company for whatever, you know, they'll remember. Hey, you know, remember that time? You know, care was really cool. You know, yeah. Let's I mean, let's help, let's help them out. So it
4: happens. I mean, look, I I obviously would have cost a lot of money, which I don't have. You know, and I didn't have at that time. It was like this was my first, you know, release. Um, and secondly, um, you know, I didn't want to get into that. That drama, I'm not a, I'm not a real big fan of the drama that goes on that people can kind of thrive on, especially in the oh, yeah. so, uh, You know, I don't want to get into, oh, can you believe, you know, I'm sure somebody else would be like, hey, can you believe this company did that? <laughs> I did say to them, like, hey, look, I'm really sorry, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'll, I'll make an announcement. And they're like, no, 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 don't make an announcement. Just- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. don't
0: don't don't bring. You know, cause I, I think the last uh, time that happened, I think it was El El Diablo, Diablo. Was uh, and I think that's still going through the yeah. course. I don't I don't remember I think it was that brand you know but
4: uh, but I, are I you
1: ultimately happy with what you chose though even though it wasn't what you originally wanted
4: <clears throat> yeah I mean okay. it's it, it is what it is I right. mean um, but we just went ahead because the original name was Viajante, the edition 35 mm-hmm. um, so we just kind of dropped El viahannte kept the dish on 35. And we were going to I was going to do a series of the Stogie Road Diaries, and then I just changed out the Stogie Road cigars, and it all worked okay. out well. Yeah. So.
0: And, then, and in case anybody's uh, wondering, the uh, the Edition Thirty Five. Um, I don't know if he's ever talked about where that comes from, but uh, I believe oh, it was. uh that, right. that 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 is that is care. Viajante number thirty-five, looking like a—I'm not kidding you—that guy in that picture right there scares the shit out. Like, like yeah. that's the guy that that gives me a wedgie, and then uh, <laughs> uh and then goes hits on my mom. Um, but, uh, I don't, I don't <laughs> I know. know which- no, but, no, uh, I have never
4: given you a wedgie. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's uh, <laughs> uh, that that guy is
2: a
4: beast. So we uh, never
2: given you a wedgie.
4: Yeah, I was never giving you a wedgie. Now the mom part. Now, um. I, <laughs> But you know what? That goes way, way back, too, because, you know, that number was my older brother's number in high school. And, you know, that was, that's my – the guy I looked up to was my hero. Yeah. Um, you know, plus there's a lot of other, you know, um, meaning behind it. It wasn't some self-serving. This is my football number. I'm going to put it on there. Um, you know – Bu- Al Bundy. Al Bundy. Al Bundy yeah, that's Bundy. High football, high school, four touchdowns in one game. <laughs> um, it was. It, it honestly. It, you know, I played. I have a lot of great friends. I'm still in contact with from college. It was. It was also kind of honoring them. My my head football coach, who was, became a near and dear friend of mine, um, he passed away a couple of years ago suddenly. Um, it's an honor. It, it was. A, it was an homage to him as well. Um, you know. So th- that number and the history behind it, going back to my college days uh wasn't just kind of w- about me and what I experienced. It had everything going back to my brother, um, to my father. Um, even in the picture, that's my grandfather sitting on the bumper of a 1938. Oh, wow. um, the map that's underlying the artwork is Greenville, where I live now, 1938 map. Um, the, the The artwork on the front of the box was a picture that Gabby took of me kind of like on a whim um that was um down in orangeburg south carolina i've seen that
2: picture in in several places it's a good picture
4: and you know what's really funny is after he took the picture um gabby and i were talking about the artwork of the box and i'm like we were kind of going back and forth and i saw that picture and i just ran it through one of those quick app cheap ass apps on your phone Mm -hmm. that makes it look like it was drawn and i said what do you think of this? and then gabby really cleaned it up and we didn't realize this but in the background over the archway of the door behind me is the number 35.
3: Wow. And we
4: didn't even know that until we actually turned it into this artwork. And I'm like, holy shit, Gabby, it's 35 above that doorway. Um, but it's, it's a lot of this is you know it's very dear and dear to me from my family, my grandfather, uh, my my my. Uh, when I got the the artwork done, I sent it to, to my dad and all my aunts and uncles. Um, on my grandfather's side, and got their thumbs up and okay with it, um, and everything's a little bit of peace from my my family from Pennsylvania, my life in Pennsylvania to my life now in in, in Greenville, and also the travel uh, the travels throughout uh, throughout the area.
3: That's awesome. That's
4: cool.
0: Now uh, you talking about like your,
4: your family? Did um um uh, your grandfather
0: did you come from a long line of just cigar smokers? Is that is that how you got into
4: Cigars or the community? Yes, yes, and no. Um, my great grandfather, who obviously I never met, but my great grandfather was a cigar smoker, and I always hear my dad and my aunts, and say, "Oh yeah, Papa, you always seen him with a cigar in his mouth, and every picture you see with him, he smoked a cigar." My grandfather smoked cigars. He also smoked, you know, cigarettes back in those days too. My father smoked cigars, so um, you know, I was a- around it. You know, but um I don't know if it was subliminal or I don't know.
0: But but that but they they weren't they weren't cigar nerds like we are. No, like you no. like you I, and I. I.
4: You know, back then they weren't cigar nerds. They were like, I'm just gonna smoke a cigar. It was a good stogie, you know, they enjoyed a, a good stogie with a beer at night, you know, after work or you know, a whiskey or whatever. I, I, I,
0: I want to believe though, back in the the fifties and the sixties, there were guys like me and you and Diggins, you know, like just straight up nerds, you know, it's like, you know, and, and, uh, um, and, but I've, I've never, you talk about that story. I've never heard anybody tell like that, a a story like that, like a manufacturer. Yeah. My grandfather, dad smoked cigars and you know, I've never heard that story. It's like, Oh yeah. My grandfather
3: was such a cigar nerd. And, you you know, know.
1: people who were blending cigars, they were the ones who were probably,
2: you
1: know, all about the different techniques and different blends and stuff. So that kind of,
2: listen to the the conversation with bobby newman when he talks about jc and i mean his mom sent him to a school to learn how to roll you know and that was what they were doing you know the five cent cigars and they were just knocking them out so and he he said that that jc found a passion in it and that was what 18
4: 18 yeah yeah
2: so yeah that's crazy
4: I mean, the my family starts, was more starts. like cars. Like my, my grand, my great grandfather opened up a uh, dealership car dealership back in my hometown. And they were like one of the first, they brought in like the first police car in my hometown. <laughs> no. you know. um, he also owned a grocery store. So he's an entrepreneur. He did all that kind of stuff. Uh, my grandfather and his brothers, they, they, then you know, they passed on and they worked at the shop. Actually, I actually have an uh, ashtray that's that, um, I think it's from the 60s or 70s it's got the uh on the bulldog the mac bulldog on yeah. the tray. you know that sat on my great uncle's desk at the dealership and my grandfather used it as well so cars and, and that type of is was, has been in our blood since since a long time ago um the cigar thing just i don't know maybe i have a recessed gene that it just <laughs> popped out or something but um no, it, just,
0: it's weird you say that though the recess gene. You know, I, I've got so many. You know, I mean, you've met as many people as I have. You know, like I said, you'll have just the one. I'm the cigar smoker in my entire my now my great grandfather or my grandfather smoked cigars. I really didn't know him as a kid. Cigarettes, uh, cigars, yeah, mm-hmm. and then pipes. But uh, there are no other cigar smokers in my in my family. There are so many families like that. It's that just that's like weird, where does that I know recess a gene that you talk about just pop up? I,
1: in, I mean, in now, a there's family, so many in mine. Yeah, on my mom's side, and my not, dad
2: doesn't You know, like sometimes my my grandfather was a heavy cigar and pipe smoker. so yeah,
1: mine was too. My
2: father was not because he grew up around it, and so it, he grew to not like it. Okay. Um, now me, on the other hand, I saw it periodically with my uncle and my grandfather, so I, it piqued my interest. So when I became an adult, I wanted to explore that. Yeah. you know. Whereas, like I said, on the other hand, my dad grew up with it. He probably grabbed a couple of stogies and and snuck them behind the you know the garage and cute. So, <laughs> yeah,
4: my funny. my dad, my dad and my aunt, uh, my aunts always tell me it's you're just, you're just like your great grandfather, their grandfather. You know, because he was the big cigar smoker. He was the guy that was like, well, maybe you know, somewhere stuck in those jeans just kind of came out, but. Um, yeah, you know, I started smoking um, cigars, you know, probably the early to mid-90s, like, you know, not White Owl, not Swisher Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, back in those days. And uh, yeah, I remember was- going to a cigar shop in Middletown, Pennsylvania. I was actually working in enterprise car sales. I was, in, I was in the car sale department, started their car sale division. And um, I think that was the first time I had a, I always butcher his last name, um, and not uh, Sam uh, Lucia. Um Lars Tennant. Tetons. and Un- Unless it's in Europe, it's pronounced Tatons. Tatons. Right. Tatons. How about I just call him Lars? Yes. Lars. Uh, that's the first time I had a Lars. Was, was there in that town? Yeah. I was like, "What's this?" He's like, "I don't know." I'm like, "I smoked I'm like, "This tastes like you know someone had you know wiped their hands down with petrolie when they <laughs> rolled this cigar." And uh, and and he's like, "Yeah, I don't know. It's I so like how plate. you stopped yourself right there. You almost went really, really vicious." In it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but it did. That's exactly what I said. I was like, it "Tastes like someone you know rolled, wiped their hands with petrolie, you know, and yeah. like had o- petrolie oil in their hands when they were rolling it." He's like, "Yeah, I don't know. It's some flavored stuff, you know, but." <laughs> I, mean, I smoked a few of them. They weren't bad, you know. Back then, I mean, it was something different, you know. Trying, um, you know, trying different cigars, and then I smoked for years, and then you know, and stopped, and then uh, started back up again, and stopped, and then kind of started back up again, and here I am.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I I remember uh, my my good buddy, the guy I consider my second father, uh, uh, Richard. You know, um, growing up, we were we were me and my his son Brian, were best friends, still best friends to this day. And, um, they were car families. They were racers. They, that's what they grew up with. So his dad always had a cigar, you know, back when I was 15, 16, always had a cigar. And then I remember, you know, being like 18, 19. And I said, I, I think my first, one of my first cigars was a Phillies. you know, you bought at the, uh, the, the gas station and, uh, cause I, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to be like, like Dick and, and, and have that cigar yeah. and cause it always smelled good. And eventually, gravitate, you know, I I could always remember there's got to be something better than this and then graduated to to better. Yeah, but yeah, (laughs) graduated to better cigars and then, you know, never and then, you know, health reasons. He eventually had to stop smoking cigars. So I never I never got to smoke a cigar with him, Um, but he was always interested when I started cigar prop and everything else. So he's always interested in the business and my
1: grandfather was a terrible grandfather because he let all three of his grandkids, try like his pipe and cigars and beer when we were way too young to be doing any of that (laughs) he would he would tell us whoever gets there first grab a beer for me and then you can grab a beer for yourself and we would like push each other to get to the garage first to get a beer
4: (laughs) that's great my my dad would always i remember as growing up my dad over if he's watching he's like shut up yeah (laughs) Um, but we'd we'd watch Flyer games together, you know, I'm a hockey fan, been a Flyers fan my whole life. Um, and he'd get a beer and I'd get these little blue glasses we'd have and he'd just pour a little bit in there. A little bit. And I'd sit there and we'd watch the Flyers game together. Yep. you know. I was yeah. like, you know, they're like, I can't wait to have my first beer with my dad when I turned twenty one. I was like, Yeah, yeah no. I was like nine. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like yeah.
1: nine.
2: It's uh yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but I mean, so you, know, you know My dad didn't drink either.
1: Yeah, my, my, par- my, my, my parents. my alcohol drink. in my
2: household, growing up was cooking sherry and yep. rubbing alcohol, or not rubbing alcohol, Well, that too. But ever mouthwash. Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, my, my dad would have family. a beer occasionally, watching. You know, he he'd have a beer watching. You know, flyers or or the Phillies or the Sixers. Um, then we get with my mom's side of the family where. You know, it was like Schaefer and Schlitz. You know, <laughs> yeah. and my uncle smoked the pipe. That's, my uncle already yeah. smoked the pipe, so we're you know, related. we were always around that. Yeah, I'm she, like, we're she,
1: related. That's she, my my maiden name. She's a Schaefer. she's a, she's the
4: Schaefer S- from Schaefer beers, but
1: it's S C H A E F E R, the correct German spelling. Yeah, just Schaefer. so you know. Like yeah, Schaefer's that's my now. whole. Yeah, that's my whole family. We can research it all the way back. My dad is first generation here
4: yeah my uh well back home i'm from lebanon pennsylvania which is lebanon lancaster area yeah and, yeah. and, and we, we and, and i lived, lived in
1: uh New, you know edison but we grew up kind of also near flemington new, uh, new jersey which is not far from we're the last exit before pennsylvania you're before right?
4: the big pennsylvania dutch you yeah what yeah. was well, so. well, that Higgins? doesn't just have ties in
2: jamaica as well
1: yeah my yeah. mom's side my great-grandmother she was uh born in jamaica but she was in an orphanage because she was uh, part spanish and part jamaican so um and english like it was weird and then so that's my mom's grandmother so that's my great-grandmother so okay. i'm so, yeah, you're english and portuguese and spanish and jamaican and all kinds of iberian and from jersey and, and, yeah. from, jersey, <laughs> and, and from and
0: from jersey which is so
1: weird that my parents ever got together because my mom's a sibling of nine so every single one of her siblings, I, it's like a rainbow. <laughs> some look really light and some look really dark. <laughs> so, yeah, Man, it's, God, it's you crazy. You take your
4: life in your own hands when you're feeding lines then. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs>
2: so, I, uh, uh, care, quick question. Somebody in the comments, and uh, he had said that pipe smoking is too much work. Do you smoke a pipe at all?
4: I do not. No i i don't i don't know why i mean i've never had the desire to smoke a pipe um it's too much work i i think i'm there with kevin it's a little too much work i mean my again i had my my uncle smoked the pipe um i had a couple of uncle smoke pipes and um i just never really got into it, I got it yeah um you know, my, my dad's younger brother, um, he passed away a couple of years ago um, by Uncle Eddie. Uncle Eddie was a, a big cigar smoker too, so um, I think uh, Uncle Eddie and I had some commonality there too with the cigar smoking. I never got into, I love the smell of pipe tobacco, I yes. really do. Um, I just really couldn't see myself smoking a pipe.
0: Yeah. yeah, super pain in the butt.
2: So have you thought about anything with a, a pipe tobacco blend on a, in a cigar format?
4: No, I haven't. I mean, I I try and keep that uh, the Kiss methodology: keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, um, you know, I I also approach when when I come out with a blend or, I, or when I'm thinking about what I want to do. I'm always thinking about my travels and I think about what's in the humidor in all the shops I've visited. What's not there? Yeah, what's, uh, where what's selling? What's not what's, selling? You know, yeah, missing. And then you know, I also think about. As a consumer, you know, I, listen. I sit there and put together a $15 cigar like anybody else, but I'm I, I know when I was traveling, like, hey, if you get a cigar for nine bucks, a great cigar, everyone likes getting an eight nine dollar cigar and going, man, this thing smokes like a twelve dollar cigar. This thing's underpriced. But, you know, for me, once I cr- once I cross that threshold and I get like up to that close to fifteen dollar range you know, you become really highly critical of every single little thing. Um, but, you know, I just want to be able to to to, to produce cigars. Now, the Sweetgrass Gringo is an $11, $12 cigar, you know, um, where the Edition 35 is a $9 cigar, um, MSRP. Um, but, you know, when you have the Candela and all the work that goes into it, um, you know, and, and also the flavor profile, it definitely, I think, warrants it.
0: Plus, mm-hmm. just a lot more work in the cigar yeah, itself, a, yeah, making said, making the cigar. Saying. So I think when you when you see a, a beautiful barber pole, you see the beautiful box you have. That 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 helps justify that price before you even look at or smoke the cigar.
2: You There's know no mean, we, better feeling than opening up a, a beautiful box of cigars.
3: You yeah, know? but
1: that's, oh, yeah. that's how with the uh, cigar bundles of Miami, like they're the way they wrap their cigars. I don't know how they sell their cigars for what they oh, do. Oh yeah. Yeah. So the uh, amount of work that goes into their yeah, cigars, the, the yeah. design of that. I'm like, I tried to roll one at the Kentucky, uh, one of the, uh, barn smokers. And I was like, this is ridiculously hard. Yeah. And Craig VanderSlice is all like rolling his. And I was like, It's breaking. It like ripped and I had to like put a ton of that like weird waxy stuff on it. I was like, uh it did not it did not not come out pretty or good at all. So So, it's a it is a talent for sure. Now have you
0: have you been down to Dr. Kathy's factory
1: yet?
4: No, I we've had a couple of uh failed attempts. Okay, so you were
0: saying I wasn't sure if
4: you ever made it. So let's me and you go down there. We gotta go.
1: I am getting a phone call from my army boy I'm sorry
0: <laughs> yes we, we've we've got to set that up me and you we got to go down there and then now we, that
4: she's gone no yeah
0: yeah <laughs> and, then, and then we've got to um at least uh roll us a, a cigar down there and then uh that'd be fun just yeah a, a, a we, guy definitely weekend. gonna get
4: there by the end of the by the end of the year you know um, we talked about it i just think you know right now um even, even this, this last shipment was held up, you know, yeah. and the launch was held up and, you know, it just, it, it hits everybody not only financially, but then, you know, mentally and emotionally when you're cooped up in a house and, you know, uh, so I think uh, when, when we're looking at towards the second half of the year, um, it's, there's definitely going to be a trip down, down, the, down the, to, to the uh, factory in Honduras and, um, You know, I'm very interested too because we talked about the pricing of things, and as you know, the Lancero was on was you know a ten eleven dollar cigar. Yeah, but the way that they roll the Lancero, it's um, it's crazy. It's you know every Lancero, and that's what Gabby and I talked about. You know, we talked about you know how we come up with these things. I wanted to have the blend in a Lancero because I'm a Lancero guy. It was like okay, I want to do something that I like, and it may not be popular. It may not be the biggest selling cigar, but I love Lancero. So we're going to do kind of like the short run in November, but with Lanceros, they plug, you know, because your rolling is tight. And, um, you know, they, they use a special technique where the first time I smoked the Lancero, um, that we, that we make, I had to really kind of stop myself because I found myself, you know, waiting for that plug moment. It never came. And I smoked another one and another one and another one. I was like, man, the smoke that's produced in this Lancero is ridiculous. You know, and, and
0: then and then a lot of people are Lanceros, which you, you're a Lancero guy, so so you know to to back off on a Lancero. A lot of people, you know, like I said, I'll I'll burn a Lancero only because yeah. you're, you know, you're you're always, you know, you're 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 puffing on it too much. You're trying to get that voluminous amount of smoke in your yep. mouth. You know, and, th- and there are very few Lanceros that will give you that that great amount of smoke because yeah. they are, you know, semi-plugged the way they're rolled. They're rolled tight. A little bit tighter, yeah. So, yeah. so, you're, so you're constantly puffing on it, then you're burning it, and then you've taken what could have been a good cigar. Now it's a, a sour cigar. Then people yeah. just get turned off on on Lanceros.
4: And with barber poles, it's, uh, and whenever someone would ask me, you know, about Lancero, I would say, look, the only advice I'm going to give you is – the advice I give anybody smoke a Lancero, and that is slow, yeah. especially with this one, because you're not going to have to, it's not, you know, you're not drinking through a coffee straw. Okay. Yeah. And with barber poles, because of the, um, the, the wrapper, the tobacco, it's going to want to naturally burn wonky. You yeah. know, when you're burning yeah. down in Connecticut, Maduro. So when you start hot box, a Lancero, that's a barber pole, that thing could go south real quick
2: oh, and that's exactly what I did with the the one Edition on 35 that Kevin had sent me. Is I smoked it too fast. And because I'm not a Lancero smoker on a regular basis, I'm not used to taking the time for that Lancero burn.
0: Well, yeah, and then and and then you, then, and, and then you throw a candela into the mix and a candela will always burn differently and then a bulb, um, uh, from, from and any, any other tobacco um at all uh peter yeah the, uh, there are a couple companies that make a uh a lancero candela um i believe uh jim miller um uh he sent me one i can't remember the name of it offhand but yeah the, the candela that, that that's just a they have the candela lancero don't they um I, I i know they have the 858 but I, i'm not sure what they um fuente? Uh, uh, uh fuente um i don't I've know if they make
4: the Candela lancero, lancero. I always thought, I thought, I know back in the day they had like, I don't know the super Churchill, the, you know, um, I, I always, I I think I did some research with, uh, with, um, Hogan's heroes, some big Hogan's heroes nerd. I mean, when I, Junior year in college, I second semester, I, I rearranged all my, my my classes around Hogan's Heroes Hours. Yeah. But you always had the really long, like, you know, the Candelas, and they said that they were, you know, I think that they said that they were the Fuentes. But um, uh, it, it does, when you do have that barber pole, it does kind of tend to burn wonky. So when you do have that um, Lancero, it can go south real quick. And then you're like, what the hell? So. I've learned whenever I smoke the Lancero, now it it takes about a good hour for me to smoke that Lancero because it literally take my time with it, and it's unbelievable when you take your time with it and really you know uh, give it the attention that a Lancero requires. Mm-hmm. Now that burn, you know, it, it gets a little it, it gets a little a little bit, but man, it burns so clean. Yeah.
2: Now, do you smoke? Uh, when you smoke your cigars generally are you a bourbon guy rum guy do you mix your beverages or is it on the rock
4: most of the time i'm smoking cigars usually with coffee um i do like my coffee we like our coffee here at the house Mm -hmm. as jennifer said earlier she makes her motor oil um are you are
0: you you gonna get dr Caffey to make you some coffee
4: uh i i don't know i've I think if if we were to get in a coffee, Jennifer would literally freaking kick me out of the driver's seat and get behind the wheel, and then Gabby would have his hands full, big time. Um, <laughs> but uh, I do drink scotch. I I am a scotch fan, so um, I do like, uh, you know, drinking um, a, a real good scotch with a cigar. And even then, I got to really you got to watch what you smoke because I like I'm a big fan of Paul Gamarian cigars, PGs and his cigars um are mild to medium but aged have that great aged tobacco that kind of uh hay bossy you know that really phenomenal some cedar flavor and if you smoke some of those uh scotches I think one is a dull winny. It's really mossy. It can really ruin your moment. Yeah, really peaty. It really can ruin your moment smoking a cigar if it has a lot of that really good aged tobacco flavor, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Just because it's kind of, you know, the same as smoking a, if a cigar, like a Candela, is a little bit bitter and smoking and drinking bitter coffee. So, um, I like each other enough. Yeah, you, they got to compliment each other, offset each other, um, you know, I, I, I like drinking beer too and smoking cigars. So, you know, I'll never, you know, sit down and smoke like uh, one of Gabby's Maduros, in my opinion, and drink a porter. You so, know, just as a go. That, well.
2: though, you drink coffee the, the, the majority of the time. Do you drink your coffee black or are you drinking it with cream and sugar?
4: I drink my coffee black. I drink my coffee black. When Jennifer makes the coffee, I got to put a little bit of milk in it to kind of get rid of that bitterness. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I usually just like that natural coffee flavor. I will drink Cuban coffee um, only if it's made at Buena Vista uh, or or the person who's taking my order. I usually ask them to use half the sugar they would normally use Yeah, um, because Cuban coffee is like crack. Syrup. Um, and I make my own Cuban coffee here, you know, the gringo way. But – um you know, I, I usually just drink coffee black. Yeah. So but really coffee it doesn't need
2: anything. My sweet opinion. grass gringo. If you were to say, hey, I enjoy this cigar with this beverage. What is your what's your true recommendation?
4: Well, I I did have um, my coffee, which I did like with it. And um, I've also had some a Corona beer. I've I drank Coronas with it. I've had some Scotch. I have some uh, um, some I, Dewars. Yeah, I think Dewars with it as well. You know, uh, you I know, think
2: I, Corona going well with the Candela, kind of a light beer.
4: Yeah, I mean it's nothing, nothing too heavy and nothing too hoppy. You know, I've made that mistake of of smoke, of smoking a cigar, a certain cigar, and drinking hoppy beer, and it's like wow, just doesn't go well together. So Miller Lite Corona. Something if it's going to get up in a little bit you know of of a of a more flavorful beer, I don't want it going too crazy and over the top when it comes to the different flavors because it could really um ruin your palate mm. oh, Again, yeah I mean, I mean there's I'm sure there's other people out there who would completely disagree and start a group about disagreeing with me on that but um, exactly but that that's kind of the way I look at it i mean it's um um You know, there's a lot of really great cigars out there, and um, and there's a lot of great uh, drinks to pair with it. I've 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 had cigars and and drank some damn good rum, just straight, you know. Um, And usually, whenever I drink a a liquor, you know, I do like drinking it straight with the cigar, not mixing it with anything. Um, Oddly enough, I had Kettle One chilled straight up and smoked. I think the San Andreas by one of Gabby San Andreas. And that would be a weird pairing, those two. I thought it would be too. But the vodka almost act like a cleanser of cleansing my palate when I would take a sip. It 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 wasn't it wasn't so much the pairing of the two that was so great, it was the way that the vodka cleansed my palate. And then every time I would smoke the cigar, I would I would get those notes again and you know how after you smoke a cigar halfway through you know even though there's some transitions within a cigar you still have that cigar mouth boom you yeah take that vodka it's, it's like eating ginger it's you know when you're eating sushi
0: yeah okay because <laughs> yeah, usually when i'm smoking a cigar like the uh the, that san andreas like so everybody knows you know i drink bacardi and diet it, it is what it is but like i said i i like and that's bacardi silver the clear but like yeah, the Liga Privada T52 or the the cafe, the San Andreas, I'll go with like a darker, uh, heavier rum, you know, um, and it's just, um, but yeah, you know, it's kind of weird. Like I said, I wouldn't have thought like a vodka would have paired. I tried it who, one night. Who, I was, who, yeah, who'd have
4: thought? I, think I was talking to Duncan. I'm like, listen, man. I said, what do you think about vodka? I said, I'm going to move for, he goes, give it, he goes, I think it might go well. He goes, give it a try. And that was kind of my experience with drinking vodka and smoking cigars. It just was cleanse it was more of a palate cleanser than pairing.
2: Yeah. See, is because I like the only vodka drink that I enjoy is vodka cranberry. But I cannot see myself having a vodka cranberry with a cigar and, oh, and I even that imagine. at all.
4: No, I don't think I'd like I said, even even with uh some mixed drinks, I I personally wouldn't go in that in that realm. If I'm gonna drink a liquor with a cigar. I'm going to try something straight up. You know, scotch. I've had some good bourbons and whiskeys as well. Um, some yeah, really good rums.
0: Yeah, I, I just saw that a uh, Jeff Borshowitz. I don't know if you saw that. Diggins had posted yesterday. I think it was that 26 year McAllen. Yes, you know, he's almost done with the bottle. It goes for a uh, 2,700 an ounce, is what he is what he sells it for. You know, and then he's uh, during this whole COVID thing, he's almost cleaned out a whole bottle
2: yeah during the pandemic shutdown so he had it in his safe house god
4: man god. that's a that that's that's <laughs> i like a good single mulch and mccallum's a, a, a single malt uh a scotch and mccallum's a damn good damn good scotch but i that 20 whatever per ounce yeah <laughs>
0: that 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 is crazy so um so care you have uh, you have your own show on thursday nights uh, the viajante stogie roads um now uh, I, I would like to apologize you know with everything going on with the show we haven't been able to tune in as
4: much yeah no uh, It's okay
0: yeah um, <laughs> yes L- late, lately like I said we're down from doing four to five reviews a week we to to just the one and lately the last month or two it's always been following on thursday nights that's yeah. our only. Um, so um, I, I apologize about that. But last week I looked for your show, couldn't find it because uh, you didn't put a link anything uh, on your uh, a Facebook page right away. But I found it, and then you guys were going uh, from the boutique Notice cigars.
4: No, those- dig in there? Yeah, you didn't I, put the link on your page. I yeah, did put a link on my page.
0: It was, but you but you posted other stuff, so it was buried. I had to scroll.
4: Oh, I'm sorry. That you of of pin- made sure that you should have pinned it with you your name on. You should have it, pinned
0: it to the to the top. Should've so um, me. so um um, are you guys going to what what is going on with your show versus that show? What is that show about? Um, tell everybody about what's going on with that with that show.
4: Well, uh, thank you, Kevin. I think. Um, I think the. Uh, I think. Um, you know, there's some a lot of crazy things going on, and and we had some technical difficulties, so I didn't do the show for several weeks in, in March. And um, we had we had talked about doing a um, podcast with the the Boutique Cigar Association, because um, it, it is more than just talking about cigars; it's also talking more about the state of the industry and 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 so on. So we started doing a podcast and. As things started to grow with COVID-19 and places started to close and um, I said, look, I said, why don't we just, we talked about doing the show live. I said, look, I already have a slot. People are familiar with the time slot, everything else, my page. Let's just do the BCA podcast um, on my page on that slot uh, for a couple of weeks. So, You know, we can talk about and bring in guests and talk about um, some of the updates and changes that are going on, you know, directly to people. So um, we decided to do that. And we did that for several weeks. And last week, um, Armin and Gabby and I, who do the podcast, um, we started talking about, uh, you know, we got to start taking this BCA podcast and the show and separating it from the Viajante Stogie Road show. Um, only because you know, I think we had reached that point where I don't want to say things are normalizing in the world right now, but I think people are crowbarring normalization, if you will. Yeah. Um so um Gabby brought it up and I said, you know what, Gabby, that's fine. So um we decided last week to do the BCA which was our intention all along to do the bca podcast from the bca group page um or the business page and then um this week the Viajante stogie road show is going to start back up again on you know thursday at 7 30 and we are still hammering down a uh, night and time to do the bca podcast um we're still going to record it and we're still going to upload it to the podcast you know the the format and everything that, that's what
0: I was going to ask. Are you uploading the audio of that to the podcast? Yeah,
4: yeah. I take everything through the system that I have, and then I kind of separate it to just audio and then upload it to the podcast so folks can listen to the show. Now, um, where,
0: where are you uploading it at?
4: Um, God, that's a great question. What is it? Um, God, I can't remember the name of that. Uh, podcast.co. Okay. So that that's where I upload it, but then it is available um, on any any podcasting uh, format, you know, through uh, Apple, um, Spotify, anybody, anywhere else.
0: Okay. Yeah. Because I was just because I use Buzzsprout. I I take yeah. uh, I take the audio, same thing, and then they they branch it out into it's, the
4: it, um, yeah it's the platform that you upload it. Now people can go directly to there and upload the shows and everything, which is fine, And sometimes we post that, but. I know with most folks, it's just easier to um, get into the uh, um, the Apple podcasting, you know, uh, uh, format, and, and we're on there, and we're on, you know, every other major podcasting um, app. Okay,
0: and then so so the BCA, um, what is what does it stand for, and then what exactly is uh, the BCA? Uh, how, you know is that different from how different is that from the CRA
4: versus the PCA the uh, <clears throat> NWA <Yeah>. um, <laughs> uh, the, the boutique cigar association is just is was a, uh, a group that we created it was um, really to give the voice uh, to to boutique cigar brand owners. Um, and then also have a voice for the boutique cigar brand owners in Washington. Um, it doesn't mean that, you know, we don't have a voice with the CRA or the PCA. It just means that, um, I'm just like the, the small business association, you know, you need to kind of take a step back and say, okay, yes, this is impacting the, 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 the industry, but we also want to take a look at, you know, how dilatorious it's going to be to small businesses. To mid-sized cigar brand owners, because there's a lot of us. Um, so the the um, the whole thought process and 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 the vision of the BCA, you know, was to give a voice to the um, uh, to boutique cigar companies in Washington, and also to be part of a um, uh, part of the political battle, if you will, um, for cigar rights. And I think it, it's it's grown to the point where you know it's the CRA and the PCA also see this now as as a huge benefit because now it's bringing to light the impact it's going to have on on people who have small cigar brands and are passionate about what they do and how, like you said, you know we're not Rocky Patel. You know, if someone said you need to do this, 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 and this, I'd be like, okay, great. I'm folding my tents. I'm going home because, you know, that that's a lot of money. You know, a lot of a lot of requirements. Um, so, we also, when 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 these brands were joining the BCA, you know, you had access to uh, a huge resource like Gabby, who helped a lot of these guys navigate through. Um, all of the uh, necessary requirements in order to make sure that their blends were submitted, and you know, making sure that these these brands were protecting themselves. So it also became a resource center for the brands who were joining the organization as well. So um, now we've kind of gotten to the point where um, you know we we've we've written letters and it's been submitted along with the CRA and the PCA. Um, you know, it's really given a, a voice um, for boutique brands, small business owners. Um, Gabby's going up representing the the, the BCA uh, to Washington and, and spoke with um, individuals up in that uh, up uh, up in that realm where I think sometimes reality just doesn't really get outside of those that that little circumference of DC. Yeah. And when you have something coming in, you know, that's saying, hey. I've been doing this five, six, eight years, and this is going to cripple me. Now, what that means is, you know, I'm responsible for this many people in this country. I'm responsible for this many people outside of these, outside of the United States. It brings a little bit more um, to light of how these, um, um, these, these restrictions or, or whatever you want to call them, um, are are going to have a huge impact on on the small business owner. I mean, they're going to impact everybody, yes. But um, when you take all these small businesses, all these small boutique brands, and you bring them all together, and if you looked at them as a, as a whole, it's it's a it's it's pretty powerful. It's it's pretty big. So um, we started this podcast, protecting the legacy, because all of us are trying to create a legacy. You know, there are so many great brands out there, whether it's Fuente, um, you know, you got Perdomo, you have uh, um, Padrone. they have, you know, they've created these legacies and we want to be able to create a legacy of our own brands and, and and the passion that we have behind it. So we wanted to have a podcast that's not only going to talk about, um, you know, cigars, cigar industry, and small business, but also talk about what, you know, what are some of the updates um uh, With um, these these battles that are going on behind the scenes and and, and um, on the pages uh, with with Washington and what decisions are being made and what could this mean and um, really hit all aspects of um, the cigar industry not only as a whole, but also at the level of a boutique cigars.
0: Yeah, because a lot of people don't realize, you know, everybody started off as a boutique. You know, you listen to Nick Perdomo's story. You know, he wasn't always the uh, the behemoth that he is, and he got into it late in life. He wasn't, you know, you know, born with a silver cigar in his mouth. And same with same with the uh, the the Padron. I mean, they were all. I mean, you know, I, I consider Doctor Kathy like a um, almost a behemoth. You know, now in the in the cigar, but he still can. You know you know, a, a boutique guy, you know, it's a, I mean, he's definitely not, you know, he's not, not a padrone, but, uh, but he's, you know, so I, I'm glad to see him taking under the wing, you know, smaller, you know, uh, uh, smaller companies and helping them out. Cause like I said, he, you know, I think he wants everybody to be a padrone, you know, everybody wants to, cause everybody has that ability. If you right. make a good cigar, you, you can be, you know, become that. Um, now, now, where does, where do you see this like this journey taking you? Where do you want, where, what path do you want to go down? I mean,
4: <sighs> wow, that's a very big, vague question, Kevin. Thank it, you.
2: It, other it, than it, success, what do you succeed? I'm sorry, I said other than success, what do you succeed?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, do you want to be uh, like full time? You know, have all these brands, and then maybe you have people reaching out to you. Hey, care, can you make me a cigar? You know, I mean, we're, we're, you know,
4: I want to look upon no, a vast,
1: sure say, ask me again in a year. Yeah, yeah
4: I want to <laughs> look upon a vast, you know, tobacco field on my balcony. Um, no, I mean, listen, um, you know, my five year plan is I would love to be doing this full time. I would. You know, I would like to have um, um, a brand that has um, been enjoyed and accepted. And, um, you know, I don't care about being known and all that other crap. I mean, I just want to be able to produce really good cigars that people can enjoy and, um, you know, be able to share a story with them and then for them to be able to smoke that cigar and and. And kind of the way that I did when I smoked cigars is is take it you know take a trip with that cigar, take a journey with that cigar um, and I think you know that's a lot of people's desires when when they get into the industry I mean I don't have any I'm, on, I'm not under any illusions that I'm going to get rich and and you know be you know lighting cigars with hundred dollar bills but um, you know I would definitely like to have the you know the brand in a position where um you know people enjoy it people um love it and it's something that i can do full-time that i can pass along to the kids and they can be involved in the you know in it and i really from all of the stories of barber poles on how they were created where they were created from the clippings of the different leftovers and we don't have enough uh leaf you know we don't have enough wrapper for this, yeah. we we'll just roll them together, and here's a barber pole. Oh, we'll kind of we'll, we'll smoke it later, kind of a throwaway stick. I want to bring back barber poles and create different variations that people will enjoy. Yeah.
1: yeah I was going to ask, uh, are any of the kids so interested at all in this?
3: <laughs> um,
1: I mean, I know they're young. I think you my, know, my
4: so... daughter would just rather just receive residuals, you know, yeah. Yeah. or get... Um, Joseph, um, he's, I, he's he definitely is a business mind, you know, and I think he is definitely shows interest. Wyatt, um, he is full gun. Any sticker we get has got to go here. You know, he's created a cigar band for me. Oh, I love know. that. Um, so uh, I think the boys are probably a little bit more, you know, driving and would be – interested in, in getting into it though you know um i still actually have one of wyatt's cigar bands that he had created and i printed it off and i put it on you know a bundle wow, stick and i have that it. sitting in there um but um you know i definitely think for them you know they see they uh, you know one of the things that gabby and i talked about which is what when he moved his his, his he has his his facility and everything in his own property you know, when you kids see you working like that, and they actually see how much work is put into it, they see Jennifer doing what she does. She they see what I'm doing. Um, they realize that it's just not, you know, I'm not sitting up with my feet propped up waiting for a shipment of cigars when I get them, or someone else is shipping them for me. That we're doing everything here under our roof, so we can not. I mean, everybody always likes to go, well, hey, it's you know more cost effective to do this this way, but I also want to be able to get involved in every aspect of this so i better understand every aspect of the cigar business see As- I,
0: I i want to be uh, uh uh spacely from spacely sprockets sitting at my de- my big desk my feet up just smoking <laughs> a cigar that's never gonna happen He
1: says that but he cannot sit still so no, I don't no see that you know
0: and, and then my my definition of success would be in the cigar world like I said of like Jeff Borshowitz. Jeff Borshowitz took his family on a vacation to Alaska walked into a random cigar cigar shop and found an FSG and uh, that would be I'm like I'm like I'd be like oh my god I'd be like I'd be out in the middle of like you Montana like
1: Alaska so like well out no
0: of the and, and then it'd be like that's my cigar and I'd be like you what know, what what whatever you know like you, you don't make that that's me that's me that, that's my that's what I want I want to be able to walk in out oh in like this god. obscure that place What's that? Check it off the list.
3: That's
0: my cigar right there. And uh, how cool, you know, what was that for him? You know, he couldn't get any further away from no, Claremont, that, Florida. That is, that is than a cool in thing. Fairbanks, Alaska. And then uh, to, uh, have a cigar walk in there and be like, hey, look, you got Florida sun grown. You know?
1: No, but, no I, I, that is definitely a cool thing.
4: I can my, imagine that. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, listen. I The shops that carry my stuff that we when I go visit and I walk in, I see it sitting on a shelf. It's kind of surreal, and it's not freaking Alaska. Yeah. Um, you know. how, I mean, how cool is that? You walk into a
0: shop, and there is your cigar in this. I mean, I can't even imagine how proud that you feel.
4: You You know, know? it's just
0: something that you know all this work, dedication, and and there it is. It's even more
4: humbling when you see the box and there's like one left.
0: I was just gonna say, (laughs) it's so humbling when you see a full box of cigars there, and you're like,
4: huh. And then I (laughs) grab the last one and I buy it. I'm like, yo, you got an empty box in there, bro. Yeah,
0: yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. I I know a guy. He might be able to get
4: you some more. i mean it is humbling it is uh, very proud It's very humbling um and um i've you know uh, the the cigar shops that were in all the people i mean uh, every most of the cigar shops i stopped in i mean everybody's great but um the, the love and support that we get from the shops that carry our brands um it almost came second nature from all my traveling um, doing the Viajante Stogie Roadshow, when I did come out with the cigar, I was already connected and known. You know, I was oh, you know, yeah. and it was just the, you know, getting them to, to bring it in. I mean, they they knew me, they trusted me um, because I would promote their shop and I would bring, you know, cigars that I I would you know that were available down here or some of the boutique cigars that I was smoking to them, and they were not familiar with them, and then they'd bring them in and they would do well, and they were you know great cigars, so they trusted um my palate. they also trusted you know me as a person from getting to know me better um it was just kind of the byproduct of of just you know doing the right thing and just being and making friends and making those relationships so is it um, hard
1: to think back like like all the work you had to put into even just getting to that point before even making cigars
4: like, i didn't even look at his work though just that, I mean, yeah, that's,
1: that's what he says all the time but i like I watched it from, you know, behind the scenes and was like, man, I mean, he'd be out in the garage till like midnight, one o'clock in the morning to try to get stuff done. And I, and I thought, Oh my God, you put all this work in, but you guys love it. So yeah,
4: it's it's not work at all. I didn't even look at his work at the time because you know, it was one of those things like it starts off as a hobby. Yeah. and I tell folks I don't, when I was traveling for work and I was traveling as much as I was, you know, I don't hang out in bars. I don't golf. I don't go to strip clubs. I go to cigar shops. Yeah. yeah. And, and 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 then I was I mentioned Duncan several times, my good buddy Duncan. and I was talking. I said, you know, everybody's doing cigar reviews. He goes, why don't you do cigar shop reviews? I was like, you know what? That's kind of new and different. So I started doing that. You know, on Friday Friday afternoons, um, five o'clock, start doing the, the reviews of the cigar shops I I visited. Stuggy Road 3, you know, location, selection, and staff. And I'd rate them based on those three things. And it wasn't work to me because I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed helping them. I enjoyed promoting them. I enjoyed the experiences that were occurring. And then when it transitioned to being a cigar brand owner, um, contacting them and, and, and talking to them, they were like, oh, wow, that's great. Yeah, we'd love to bring your stuff in. Um it really didn't feel like work at all. It just was very natural. I mean, it just was, it just was a lot of fun. It still yeah. is.
0: Exactly. Christopher, uh, um, vsrcigarfam.com. Uh, how many accounts are you in in the USA?
4: Oh, over 30 now. Okay. Awesome. Over and 30.
0: Then, do you guys have on, on uh, uh, the website a, um, an account finder where, where, where people can um, um, find your cigars locally?
4: I have um, right now the majority of the, of the shops downloaded. If you go onto VSR Cigar Fan and you go to shops, all the shops that are uh, promoted on that page carry my stuff. And uh, Kev- Kevin Kevin wants to know: Are you going to go uh, ever back to reviewing shops? Are you still traveling as much? I'm not traveling as much. I mean, most of the Viajante Stogie Roadshow. You know, Viajante Spanish means the traveler, and um, I guess I just got to look up and find out what garage dweller is in uh, Spanish and change my name. I'm sure there's some freaking cigar out there going, listen, man, we were the cigar dwellers. We were the, 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 the garage dwellers 10 years ago. What the hell are you doing? Cease to desist. Now, um, are you still with the same company?
0: Now you're more uh, homebound? or?
4: Yes, I'm more
0: homebound. Okay, so what were you doing? We well, I mean, thought
4: house arrest, but yes. It's yeah. Bound
0: so what 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 is it that you, uh, that you that you do that had you on the road so much
4: um i was um I was actually working with um clinical trial sites so this is within those local areas educating on different on the clinical trials that we were supporting um, doing um support groups um Depends on what a, whatever disease state that we are working on with the, with that particular study. So if they said, "Hey, we're working on X Y Z study, we got sites in Owings Mills, Maryland, you know, Princeton, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and you know, all right, great." And then I would go and I would support those sites. Now, we also, you know, not getting too much into it, but we also change the way that we do our service as well. So. We're on. We're not on the road as much as we used to be. But before, when I first started, it was you know six month contract, and I mean I was literally could have been the resident of of Virginia. Um, when I left the the Marriott that I was staying at, because the Marriott I was staying at in uh, Northern Virginia gave me great access to the sites I was supporting in Virginia, the sites I was supporting in Maryland, um, they had a going away party for me.
1: Oh my God. Gosh. That's um, because how long we were there. I would leave <laughs> Sunday
4: night and I would drive just because flying was such a pain in the butt, you know, uh, for that short flight. So I would drive up. Um, I would work Monday through Friday and then I would come home, spend the weekend at home, and then go back up again. Um, oh, I did that. I covered Maryland. i go up to Philadelphia, like I said, Jersey, um, New York. So um I worked on a couple different contracts doing that. And then now I'm I do more of um managing these programs and I send other people out. Uh, but I really enjoyed it and you know I I I really had a lot of fun doing it. I mean I'd spent I've been in the medical industry for 20 years. I did pharmaceuticals for years, I did uh, hospice for a couple of years, and this was really uh a lot of uh I uh, learned a, a great deal over the last couple, several years, but it was also very rewarding as well. Especially with some of the uh, some of the drugs that we were that we were working on studies the disease states, the people who were in desperate need of help and, and a different treatment. Um, it was, it was it, it's been uh, very enjoyable, very fulfilling. Um, now, now is
0: that, is that where you met Jennifer? Is one of your uh, a
4: Stogie Road adventures? No, she's not part of the Stogie Red adventure. She was an adventure all to her own.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> um, no, I met Jennifer online. Oh. Yeah, same here. She was a mail-order bride from New Jersey.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
4: We were on 90 Day Fiance the other way. Um, yeah, yeah uh, very, very inexpensive. Jersey. Those, uh, those mail-order Jersey brides, very inexpensive.
1: Hey, no. So, uh... You <laughs> be careful what you say. <laughs>
4: yes uh no yeah we met online and um uh, you know just um you know started uh dating and um i won't share the story jennifer's like in there, probably going don't
3: do it, don't do but you know so so so
4: you go on your first date and then you're
0: like all right i'll be back in three months um if you would like to go back on another date <laughs>
3: it's
4: uh no we were dating and uh it was, it was a couple of months ago i had several months and um um jennifer had some jennifer listen if i can't say this just come on out the garage door and say no but um she that. was she, she she had a she had kidney stones and it was really bad and i take her to the doctor's office and i mean she was i i felt bad. she was really hurting and they were like okay so who can we contact she's like you contact my boyfriend i go boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> So that's how I found out that I was in a relationship when she was in <laughs> okay. pain with a kidney stone, and told the it. nurse that uh, they can contact her boyfriend. Um, I, I, thought,
0: I thought it was gonna be like, yeah, I thought it was gonna be like uh, you had to take her in, and there she is in the
4: stirrups, and then, uh, yeah, no, then you and,
1: and, and, and,
0: and, 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 and then you're like, I'm new to this. It's
4: now I know why she yelled at you, Kevin. Thank Seriously. you.
1: Thank you. Now people have to realize this is what I'm up against.
4: <laughs> I, uh, he has no shame with those outtakes. I, 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 I he, he,
1: he'll promise me he won't like put this stuff out there, because I know it's coming off like very one sided, and uh, he does it anyway.
4: Well, because then, then she'll watch. And his side looks really
3: stupid. And then she'll
0: watch these outtakes and then she'll be laughing and I'll be
3: like, oh, Of course I'm laughing
1: we... because I I it's hilarious because it's really it's I look at it and I go, God, I don't even feel that I'm actually coming off that way sometimes.
4: Oh, <laughs> well, you know, we, we had to watch those outtakes <laughs> three times. We were laughing so hard we kept missing what was being said. <laughs> and, had, and I kept going, What the hell is she talk about a line? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Line. <laughs> yeah. you a liar. I'm like, why yeah. you call me a liar? Yeah.
3: So. You know, but
4: but
0: but you know, like, and, and I tell people, I said, <laughs> good or bad, this is what you get. You know, in in a cigar yeah. review from us. You know, like I said we're not, um um um, uh, we're, we're not like we're not Bob the cigar. Nothing against Bob. You know, Bob does great reviews. You you listen to Bob. You listen to Lee mac Nine Twelve because yeah. you want that. You want to be energized. You want to feel good about yourself, yeah. get your day going. Bob, Bob's if, really
1: good at storytelling. Yeah, and then
0: uh, uh, you Media watch pictures. us because uh, then you're like, oh, my husband does the yeah. same dumb shit. Yeah, but
1: I don't yeah, want no, it to be that you know, feel all the time. You know, so, it's like, I, I think Kevin purposely winds me up before we start <laughs> filming. Like He finds something to get me set off. So instantly I'm like, all right, let's do this so I can <laughs> yell at you on camera. Yeah,
4: so <laughs> – I kind of like your pregame speech, Kevin. You get her fired up. I feel yeah, like yeah.
1: He does that. He's yeah. always like poking yeah. you. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
4: Get her fired up. She'll come in and she'll like,
0: oh, is that what you're wearing? All right, I guess so. Let's get this going. <laughs> and then it
3: just.
2: <laughs> and then put the cowboy hat on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how why it doesn't have oh my a real God. cowboy hat now that yeah, I what watched
2: it. Like Woody from Toy Story with the yeah,
1: he has a that's thousand, what I was li-
2: that's what the Woody he from Toy Story has a thousand
1: hats is. and that's one hat that he doesn't yeah, have anymore. Him, but he used to have that. a pink one. It used to be Gabby's, and he wear that all the yeah. time to the store. And that's I'd what like, that's what I would wear. All right, pink, fine, let's go. Let's hat. do this: a pink <laughs> cowboy hat and a cape. it's
4: like all right, whatever. That's awesome. I know, I know, it's a long night when you're like,
1: what's this? yeah, yeah. The, the finger The finger.
0: <laughs> you know but 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 what um i did after that review did you go look? um no i found where i got that from Where'd um if anybody it? follows uh, uh think media um on uh youtube and they do a lot of how to's uh podcasting uh setups and everything else and the guy that does it you know he, you know because when you're doing a cigar review or any review you open up hey, today we're going to be uh, you know, uh, re- unboxing and reviewing the Canon DSLR T7i. Stay tuned for the review. And he does that
1: so now every – So, now so you
0: I must it? have caught – because I've watched hundreds and hundreds of his videos. And then after that, I caught one, and I'm like – and then I had to go back on several. I'm like, he does back. it ev- every time. And he's like, stay tuned for the review. And I'm like, that's where I got it from, <laughs> Sean Cannell. That's uh who I okay. I well,
1: you can blame yeah. him, but you need to stop it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand it; it drives me nuts.
0: So yeah, so I I did <laughs> f- I did find out where I got that from, and that's oh, Sean, well, Sean Connell Think Media. Um, a a great. Uh, I a great saw show. that
1: Jennifer put that I, that uh she had the kidney stones, and it was Christmas Eve.
4: Oh, Christmas Eve, oh. Hey, dude! You, it was. uh oh it was christmas eve kidney stones and they got admitted and to you hospital. found out you were a
1: boyfriend
4: <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> i'm not going you know to the hospital they're like uh you you know you have you're gonna be septic yeah you gotta kind of go to the hospital yeah. um it was just a, uh, i don't know it's things like that just kind of happen to us but uh but it was it was a great christmas i got i got a girlfriend as a gift apparently
1: yeah there you uh, go it's always great thing
4: but yeah it was it was it was um it was definitely we're getting ready to go to church and she was just on the steps like oh, i can't move yeah um real bad shape but um but yeah i actually i'm going to go see bob tomorrow night or tomorrow oh, nice. afternoon oh yeah what he had are you going to gonna help him for? paint yeah no i will not help him paint i <laughs> see I think I think Bob's trying to get me over there as a ruse. He's like, Hey man, a new cigar, we could do a review, it'd be great. Steven's gonna come over. You know, you know, Bob, like you said, yeah. he's a great storyteller. He could sit he could yeah, you know, he he could sell uh you know uh, uh ice to an Eskimo. Oh, but, yeah, he uh, can. He, to say. but he's like, Man, you come on over and you know, we'll do a review. Steven's coming over, it'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I was th- thinking Dude, he's gonna have me come over and freaking paint. I'm to yeah. be painting yeah, Bob. will do a cigar review next. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah. You know, uh, if
0: I see that review and you got like a little piece of paint on you, your hand, your hand or something else. Did yeah.
1: we? Do we know what color he chose?
0: Uh, I don't know, but uh, uh, he chose that gray, and I'm like, hey, you going to add a little touch of scarlet with that gray? I, I saw your uh, comment.
3: I was wondering Some if
1: you
2: that that, the, that swatch, your Yeah, <laughs> what's that, Diggins? Some might say he he should go with a lighter color. Considering I think he should go with color. the dark. I don't know what climate controlled or not but um he might get a little warm in there yeah it's, oh.
4: it's the south. let me tell you something i, I know he was, he was gonna do spray
2: insulation but when you look at the videos he hasn't done that yet so uh, you know no. i don't know paint it black uh, or not
4: when i saw the color selections i was like who's your freaking exterior designer kevin shahan gray <laughs> Gray or gray. That, that's what that's what our house is. Battleship yeah, yeah. gray
1: o- outside. Yes. Yeah. Inside, yeah. I'm um, trying to uh, bring different lights yes. to that's it,
4: red, bro. Yeah. I, I, see, years ago when I when I was in Pennsylvania and I was working at Enterprise, we used to we used to um, wholesale cars. We would wholesale like Crown Victorias and and uh, Lincoln Town cars, all these rear wheel drive vehicles. We always used to buy them in white. And I always wondered why. He said, "Well, first of all, the rear-wheel drive—they're useless up here in the snow. So when we resell them, we ship them down south because they're white." And I'm like, "Why?" He's like, "Well, because of the sun." And you know, just, I was like, "Oh, come on!" I thought my—the guy who I worked for—is just—he just would tell a lie and bullshit just to bullshit because he couldn't not tell a lie. <laughs> so when I moved down here, I'm like, "I'll be damned!" You know, you got a dark car, man. I'll yeah. tell you, it definitely uh, absorbs the heat, and it's it's. Dude, I don't think that's just the South, is it? <laughs> I had it? In
1: Florida, it's like that.
4: It is. I I, I had a, a Chevy
0: Suburban once, all black, black leather interior, black, oh. you know, triple black.
1: Did you get burned?
0: it was uh, it was <laughs> it was warm.
1: Uh, you see, a lot of people will just drive white or like silver colored yeah. cars yeah. here, and you can't yeah. tell them apart because everyone has the same car or you yeah. know color, and then they have these. Now they put these little uh, bath poofs on yeah. their antennas so when they're in the parking lot they can find their yeah. car. And my, the
0: my, my, my current vehicle and my last vehicle both gray.
2: Yeah. So well, yeah. That, that damn tundra that the transmission is out on is black. Yeah. So you don't think about it when it, it's a truck, nine times out of ten you walk up and lean against the bed, you know it's yeah. your hands yeah. right just it gets you every damn time. Uh, and I'm yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly.
4: thought, yeah. he, should go, he should go something lighter just because i think uh, i've been to his uh i've been there when they were um building to build it. it really nice i mean they actually re- re- got pretty far when i was over there hanging out with them and um i just think with the his studio size and everything else that um it could get pretty balmy in there yeah yeah
0: i don't know i haven't talked to him about uh um, um like climate control.
4: Yeah. i'm assuming they're going to put some kind of ac in the office yeah, I'm sure they will. I mean, it's real nice. They did a real good job.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to see like when it's all really you know completed. But, and you see, know, because you to get when, little snippets. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Dennis. When he
4: started it, he
2: had said though he was going to do the spray insulation. So uh, I noticed like his last video, I noticed that he still had some exposed romex behind him, and like there was no conduit, there was no spray insulation, there was nothing. So um, yeah. if he's not going to do that, he definitely does not need to paint it black or gray. I'd go with like bright white.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm going over there tomorrow afternoon. I'm going to meet with with Bob and Stephen, and hopefully not get duped into doing some painting.
1: <laughs> oh, you um, are. Even Jennifer said, wear your painting clothes.
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, no, no. You wear a suit. You know, because he don't wear that nice shirt. I ain't gonna stop him. We like, oh, it's okay, care. I got my, I got myself an extra shirt in the back there. Yeah, come yeah
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got, I got, I got painting overalls for you. So That's okay. It's, uh, Steven's got some Carhartt for you. Yeah, you can, oh, uh, sure. You, you can
3: wear. I
4: got a Bob a Cigar Guy shirt. Here you go. just wear this. It's <laughs> $9.99, Carrie. Just go on. Just yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll just. I'll, I'll just. I'll,
0: I'll, I'll. send you an invoice. Just go ahead and put it on. It's, yeah. um, I love I'm looking
4: that. forward to seeing Bob. It's yes. uh, actually when I first um, did anything, and you know, uh, with cigar related front of camera was with Bob. Um, we were at the cigar shop right up the up the road here. And um he had he had just started off doing his reviews and um, he's like hey man you want to do a review? I'm like, Yeah, so we did the uh San Latano Lancero Maduro. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That was the first one. Yeah, we we uh, that was the first time I ever did anything like that.
2: San Latano's a good cigar. Go. I don't know about Lancero though. I'll
4: yeah. tell you what, it had a uh, the it, the Maduro Lancero, man, that thing was a spice bomb. That was, man. Uh anything low spicy. And I'm trying to keep up with Bob because he's like, you know, I'm trying to give my explanation. And Bob's like, this tastes like, you know, grits on the back of a <laughs> yeah. with some pepper. I know, I and mashed tater's And I'm like, this tastes like the you know, uh what the the, the back wings and at the outback.
0: It, it, and Kara's and and, he and, and, and like, hey, this tastes like a Camacho I once had.
3: Yeah, no. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah.
4: But he looked at me, he's like, what? I go, you know, like the, the wings that you get at the Outback, they have that really kind of different kind of spicy, smoky flavor? <laughs> Okay, well, we can stick with Southern food. I'm cool with that yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: oh that's my so God. Funny.
0: So uh, well, you'll have
1: to tell uh, Bob and Stephen, we said hi. i I'm a little bummed because, like, you know the barn smokers is like our one way of kind of connecting. yeah, with Bob and Stephen, especially because Steven and I are barn smoker BFFs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, and, and then, uh, then they got the birthday coming up, the birthday party oh, that, yeah. you know, unfortunately, probably a lot of people aren't going to be able to I attend. You know, it kind of sucks that we're not going to be able to make it up for the uh, uh, birthday. Because Who even knows if the world oh, no. is going to be reopened yet?
4: Yeah, we're we got to do, we gotta do a that. <sighs> I mean, we had some plans to schedule. Yeah, that. I know. So, yeah.
1: We're all prepared.
0: Exactly. So now, now, Kara, on a little bit of a lighter note, a lot of people don't know that you do impressions. Yes. How many different impressions
1: do you do? Oh, he does good ones.
4: I just did Bob. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Bam. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. 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 <laughs> it was Bob here? Oh, wait a minute. That's uh. Bob comes, I to... Bob, I said Bob comes in threes. I think he does that to like fill the space so he can think about what he wants to say next. This cigar is awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah. and then for that first awesome, he's already thinking about what, yeah, what's, uh, yeah, what, what's gonna uh, come. I'm Morgan Freeman for you. I love
1: that one.
4: Yeah, Jennifer's like she always gets. She's like, you know what? You, you now everyone now the, all your impersonations sound like Morgan Freeman. Like, <laughs> well, my friend Andy, we used to play chess. <laughs> I'm in those days. I thought for sure he wasn't gonna last the first night. I bet my money Close on that, out. <laughs> but he did.
1: Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh my it. God. My, oh. Uh, my son Graham uh, wrote a story <laughs> about our dog and Kevin had care, put Morgan's Freeman voice as he was reading story. Fantastic. It yep. was oh, wow. so amazing.
4: About coconut head.
1: Coconut <laughs> head. Yeah. How did you find
3: right.
0: out you could do imperson- in- 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 impersonations?
4: I don't know. I just goof around with my friends. I, I always used to call my buddy um, that I work with in pharmaceuticals. And um, <clears throat> there was always some sort of like, you know, conspiracy theory going on in the world of pharmaceuticals. So I'd call him and i go, i go, Hey, Jason, this is Jesse the Body Venture, the former governor. Let me tell you something. I'm going to be doing a new, I'm telling you, this is out of this world. I'm going to be doing this brand new show. It's conspiracy theories of pharmaceuticals. I'm telling you right now, I've seen things that would make you puke in your hat. (laughs) And then he would freaking laugh, and he's like, what else is going on, Jesse? I'm like, I'm telling you now. I live in Mexico. I don't pay any taxes. The guy next to me, he surfs. I I walk around all day. I smoke marijuana. Do you realize when I was the governor, I know there's UFOs. I've seen alien pictures. That's just the way it goes. Oh my god! Uh, that that would be
0: just messing with my friends, making reservations, dinner <laughs> reservations as Morgan Freeman. They're like, all right, Morgan, we'll get you your name. Yeah, can you put that reservation in uh, uh, care via um, <laughs> <laughs> That name, uh, I don't want uh, people knowing. Yeah. You know, it's
2: we <laughs> care. I'm thinking that I need to give you my password so you can set my voicemail.
1: That's right.
4: <laughs> well, I used to call. we used to have. Um... You know, we go to meetings, and I remember, God Almighty, oh this was years ago. I had a roommate from Texarkana Arcana at, at a pharmaceutical training, and um, the guy who was like the VP or something, he, he was had this like really kind of weird accent. So I called him, and I was like, "Hello, this is uh, Collier." I've been working in the field and I'm looking forward to coming out and working in that uh, Texas, Arkansas, I think you call it Texas kind of out there. <laughs> did this okay. whole thing. And this guy like called his manager panicking that the, the VP's gonna come out. And I'm like, oh shit, I gotta stop doing this stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god, I would never stop ever. You know, you need to get on cameo, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like, you
2: know, just I don't know if they allow that, you know, but well, Arsenal. Yeah. What's that? I said, "What else have you got in the arsenal?"
4: I don't even know. I, you know, just the real easy ones that you know when you're a kid. You know, oh yeah, Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Kevin. I'm coming down there. Scoreprops.com. <laughs> give yeah, you give the props that they deserve, brother. Oh yeah.
0: You know, we we, we had a uh, uh, my buddy Brian we had a friend of ours working at, uh, at the local Hooters and he, he was a cook back there. And I never met him before. Uh, Greg was his name. And, uh, um, Brian's like, he does like the best macho man. And, uh, so we called him over and uh, he's talking hey, how you guys doing. And Brian's like, you gotta do it for Kevin. And he's like, man, I'm not doing it. You know, we're, it's working the whole restaurants packed, And he's like, come on doing it. He's like, I'm, he was like, I'm not doing it. And then all of a sudden it was like two minutes just screaming full-on match. Yeah. the entire <laughs> restaurants everybody's clapping afterwards and i'm like oh my god that is uh <laughs> but just instantly i mean the le- the body language oh, everything
4: awesome. was They like, uh, get to get
1: pumped up to come out and just start yelling oh at
4: you. yeah <laughs> you know it's uh, what it's like when you're like my buddies we did this whole wrestling skip but it's like you know when you're talking normal you're like always searching for something to say and then when it's like when you when you do your impersonation, it's like it's just so much easier because you can say just stupid shit. <laughs> you know, like when you're Jesse the Body, you know he just says a lot of shit, and it's like I'm, I think I'm I speak clearer and smoother as Jesse the Body than I do. <laughs> well, the cigar industry, let me tell you something. I've been digging holes and putting seeds in holes my whole life. I just put a little manure on it, and just it grows. And then we pick off the leaf, we dry them, and then we roll them, and that's how cigars are made. Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, that's the best. Oh, that,
4: that, is, that is awesome. I so that. Um, what,
0: one last question before we let you go. So I was uh, as I'm doing my research for, for everybody that's on the show, first thing I usually do is go to their Facebook page, look at photos. I go to their LinkedIn. I try and find some odd stuff. I notice when you go to your Facebook page and you go to your profile, it's like pictures, like pictures of care, and then you have albums, everything else. 99.9% of every single photo of Care Viajante is Duncan. <laughs> what, you, ever, you ever notice that? You ever go to your Facebook page? Every photo is of Duncan.
4: <laughs> well, that's part of Duncan's mystique. <laughs>
3: that's kind of what follows up at that. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. That's yeah. oh, <laughs> i <not> response, <laughs> <there. Viajante. laughs> Yeah. The
4: evidence points to that direction um i don't know that's a good question i i, I think he tags me or something like that, I start seeing that stuff and i'm like tagging a picture i'm like that's not freaking me, that's not me. Yeah. i'm like you know because then sometimes like when you're busy it's you're like accept 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 yeah you know? yeah,
3: yeah
4: i'm like you now what i was like what the hell that's, that's freaking duncan and his mom not me no. Um, no now-
0: now he is um, um he, he works for you now, Dutney What what is his role in your <clears throat> cigar scheme of things?
4: Um, well, right now Duncan is indisposed at the moment. We have a really tough sergeant up in the tower. Snot, he's a shop shooter.
3: You're Duncan him
4: one night. <laughs> Didn't quite make it across the compound. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> oh gosh.
4: Well, Duncan's. Um, yeah, Duncan was he. He was working with 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 uh, Stogie Road Cigars and and uh, um, working with managing with with some of the sales. And um, I think with the COVID nineteen thing hit, you know, um, you know, we kind of put that on pause. And not because of any of the reasons why I just gave of Duncan getting shot, going across the court, <laughs> courtyard. Um, it's just you know he he has Donny cigars and he has his responsibilities as well. And you know we, we all kind of were like this. You know everybody helping each other out and doing our thing. And then when you know COVID nineteen hits, everybody kind of starts retracting, and you you got to start taking yeah. care of what's right in front of you. Yeah. Uh, so um, you know we'll see how that. Will develop moving forward, but you know I still talk to Duncan all the time. We're still great friends, you know. And, and I'm well aware and um, um, and supportive of, of him and Donny Noli and everything um, up in Statesville. It's just, you know, when you get hit hard like that, and you're a brick and mortar shop, and that's your only source of income, and yeah, you know, all of a sudden someone comes in and says you can't you can't stay open. You got to close. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, things that you got to start doing in, in order to prepare for that. And I, there's a lot of people who are who are um, who had to do that. I know in here in South Carolina, Greenville, South Carolina, the least compliant uh, city and the least compliant state. Um, you know, we got a our cigar shop down the road is is has uh, they open, and then they um they were doing curbside then they opened and then they did outside seating and next week they're gonna start opening up their lounge and still obviously have some some of uh some precautions and stuff and, and restrictions but um some states are a little bit slower but
3: yeah right right, right yeah.
4: on he still supports us i mean he's still i mean you know he's uh um you know he's he was the, one of the first shops and and one of the guys who um was a huge um um a huge influence with me in the cigar industry he introduced me to so many people um he's one of my closest and dearest friends and um you know I just think that uh, um he's 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 definitely moving in the right direction um being faced with a lot a lot of challenges up there as as a lot of folks are mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. All right. Well, one last question. Care is the shirt you're wearing for sale. Um, Jennifer, the one
2: is your back right now.
4: Yes, this one is for sale. It'll smell a little weird. Um, <laughs> Jennifer. Um, God Almighty. See Jennifer gets a comment. See Jennifer is is the, the is the she does all like the, the attire, the clothing line. She does that's all her stuff. So I know she's going to be posting um or has posted um people can order the shirts and then just like we do with the y Vettas, the one that you're wearing right now kevin which looks so wonderful on you yeah um you know uh we're doing the same thing with t-shirts as well so um you know we're uh we're taking orders i don't know if jennifer still is taking orders but um um chance um i know um uh, if you don't if we're not friends we could be you know friend you on facebook and then we're trying to uh um also have a lot of these um we do have a lot of these different um t-shirts and such available on the com page as well so um, jennifer
2: just, she did say right now she said i
4: can't take orders so she can so she can take orders so um it's you know what it's like kevin when, when you're you know yeah. i know when you when, when you're it's different like when you're got your wood not sure what would um and you're creating you know what you have and you're selling it but when it comes to like shirts stickers t-shirts um you know we don't have that you know uh type of budget where i can bring in like 50 largest smalls mediums and everything else a lot of them are you know uh like we do with the y Edas, where they're they're just you know they're ordering and they're made but those are different because they're handmade right. so, yeah uh, with t-shirts we're starting to find that um We've been shopping around to different uh, different companies with a little bit more flexibility when it comes to what you can order and, if, and, and more importantly, the turnaround time. Yeah, that's lo- what we did
1: this oh, last. Yeah. Time. yeah.
2: Why yabeda? Because I used to wear a lot of time. I didn't know that you had one, care. Mm-hmm. yeah, we've we. I'll go on, it, Kevin. What's embroidered on it? Yeah. Uh, yep yeah, the, the the logo.
4: Okay. And and then, that one there, Jennifer and uh, Joe Genovese from Y A yeah. Barrack Clothing, um, uh, I guess he was my first sponsor, you know. But I, I started wearing his shirts, and he and I became friends. And um, he works with us to custom make different Y uh, A Vedas. He made this great Y A for us for the uh, um, the Lymphoma Leukemia Society Man of the Year with the orange ribbons. He's made a couple of Stogie Road cigars shirts for us. And we are, right now, Jennifer is developing a uh, shirt for the Sweetgrass Gringo.
3: Oh, nice. Oh, right, right, right on.
0: We can't wait to, right. great to see
4: it. Won't so. be gray, Kev. It will not be gray. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, that, that's okay. As long as it's not brown, we'll be okay.
4: That's uh, so. sweet gray gringo. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: yeah.
4: <laughs> the yeah. next one, the gray, the gray and charcoal barber pole. Sweet.
1: I think I bought you your first, like, Colored shirt that wasn't black. Yeah, the it, was guy blue. Blue. <laughs> it was blue. It blue. but he was like, "But he wore, he wears it." Yeah, I haven't worn it in a long time. It's a, it's
0: a comfortable shirt because no. now I have nine thousand T-shirts. So, yeah. um, so cool. So, all right, Kara, we want to thank you for coming on and spending two hours and eighteen minutes of—well, not quite. You were a little late, so uh, maybe two hours ten minutes <laughs> of um, our your your time with us.
4: So, um <laughs> actually, I was four minutes early. But I realized I needed to hit the button to say that I was in studio. I had already s- sitting there, and I'm like, it's three minutes past. Kevin's never late. Yeah. <laughs> so then I clicked that, and it was like spinning and waiting and waiting and waiting. So um, that, as Kevin would say, never blame your equipment.
0: Yeah, it's it's a poor craftsman that blames his tools. So, uh <laughs> That's so, crazy. all right, Care. Thank you so much for coming on, uh, everybody. That's been scrolling at the bottom of your screen, vsrcigarfam.com. If you want some shirts, reach out to uh, uh, Care uh, Care directly <laughs> uh, in the in the uh, the show notes down below. All of the links uh, that you can find, Care uh, the website, the Instagram, all of that is down there. So no hunting for it; just click on it, and um, you can find Care everywhere on the social medias.
4: Well, I appreciate you guys having me on, man. It's Kevin, Jessica, Diggins. It, it, listen, it's always fun whenever we get together. and It's always a blast. Um, to I, We were talking about the different, you know, doing shows. They're like, well, you know, you go beyond an hour. I'm like, sometimes you don't even realize you've been you've been on that long. Oh, yeah. A little counter um, that's going on up there. And that's always a sign of a good conversation. So uh, always an honor being on here, and I appreciate you guys um have me on and I'm always
1: always, right here right now right 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 on
0: thank you so much care thanks
1: care
4: we'll we'll uh we'll be we'll be seeing you in
0: on the social medias.
4: I'll give you an update on Bob the Cigar guys. Uh yeah Yeah
0: Yeah. go live. Exactly, yeah yeah. go live when you're painting. So all right. (laughs) Yeah all right thanks again Karen we'll talk you later. Take care now. Bye bye so, uh, yeah, I mean, God, I can't, even, once I looked, once I looked up, I saw like that hour 45
2: minute mark. Awesome. I'm like, Holy crap. You know, I can't, Dude, I, really thought I was going to have like a giggle fit for a second. Morgan the Freeman. First
1: time I, I, you know, Kevin was telling me that he did these impressions and that he could do Morgan Freeman. And I was like, what? He goes, i think I'm going to get him to do yeah. like a, a reading of Graham's story. In the Morgan Freeman voice, and I mean, it was like, it was so fantastic. You know, and uh, and really and,
0: and I'll try and go back and uh, and put a comment or a, a link down below. But if not, just if you're on YouTube, just uh, Google Cigar Prop uh, Stella the Pit Bull yeah. or Cigar Prop Pit Bull, and then you'll you'll see oh, that. Yeah. Um,
3: it was um, great.
0: Um,
2: you I'm <laughs> just thinking about it. <laughs> oh yeah, my
3: God,
1: it's,
2: it's hilarious. So all right, let's let's, let's say that you're wearing the first yabeda ever.
1: Oh yeah. The Road. They made it for Stokey Road. You're wearing their first. Yep, yep. I'm I'm wearing, I'm wearing
2: their uh their Yeah, their but fir-
1: Joseph um you know, he cuz he makes them, you know, like obviously this was for their company, but you know, you could go and check them out too and you know, don't have a logo on it. He
0: yeah. Yeah, has fantastic deals and oh, uh, just yeah. hunt his website every now and then um like I said, um, uh, most of his shirts are are all long sleeve. He yeah, makes yeah, very. He barren, make, right? he
1: makes dresses yeah. and stuff for women. Oh, like, he does so make a know. dress.
2: Yeah, you've got. I it. have well, to
1: wear mine. Yeah. I have I mean, I haven't worn it. Yeah, it's like a Y.A.
2: Dress. dress. Oh my nice. god, it's so beautiful. It is it's undress almost, but it's got oh, the lace and pockets. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's really so nice. it's fantastic. So let, let's get
0: to our uh, our, our next segment. Uh, Fox Cigar presents uh, just the tip um, industry news. We don't uh, delve into uh, any one particular topic. We give you just the tip. And actually, there's uh, not really much industry news uh, this week. I think uh, like
1: you say that a lot. What's that? <laughs> there's not much news. <laughs> yeah, well, there really
0: isn't this week. Uh, COVID nineteen has I had,
1: done that too. Yeah, yeah, to that's the it. industry. Um,
0: right now, um, uh, Fox Cigar um, they did a um, uh, an anniversary cigar with uh, with Rocky Patel. It's their tenth anniversary cigar. If you go on their website. It's buy one box, get one free. So,
2: is that I mean, what's what's going on with that cigar?
0: Um, it is a good cigar. Um, that that's what I was just smoking, and that's all I had left of it. Um, mm. I, I forgot to uh, go on there and get the info. It is a robusto. It is. It, what's that? It is made by uh, Tabacusa. Um, and then uh, I will replenish this because this is the one that people were getting tonight. And uh, I smoked oh, and one. Stole it. And I stole it. So it is a. Uh, it is a yeah. Maduro. I don't know if it's a Maduro or if it's a uh, Connecticut broadleaf, but uh, it is a I fantastic cigar. Oh, oh I, I love that cigar so it's much. a
1: Really cool. Fan. It
0: was uh, so. Um, uh, so that's really uh, the uh, the industry news. Just Fox Cigar, buy one get one free. On and New- are starting to reopen.
1: Yes, yep, businesses are.
0: Are, are, are starting to reopen, so it, it, it's fantastic. Yeah, I so I saw
1: online uh, one of the cigar lounges here in uh, Florida. like had already opened yeah. back up.
0: Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, I love it. And then remember, uh, for an exclusive uh, cigar deal from Fox Cigar, um, you can go to our star. You can join the, uh, um, our, our YouTube channel um, uh, when you do, I'll send you a link. You get a, a five pack of cigars, premium hand-rolled cigars for $15 with free shipping. Um, there's a link on uh, tapthatcigar.com um, for a subscribe star, same in the, uh, in the show notes uh, down below. Um, it is now time for the Tapping Ash and Taking Names giveaway uh, by Donley Honduras Tobacco, proud makers of the Don Juan Calavaras and the Floor Maya cigars. Tonight, we are giving away a, an absolute ton of stuff. As usual, you will get a, a Cigar Medics uh, Humidimeter with Tactical Case. Um, uh, you get a uh, from Fox Cigar. You get a, uh, a pair of socks from um, Johnny oh, Walker. I
1: didn't, I, didn't know, I didn't know there was socks in yes, there. Um, uh, the, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Diggins uh, is getting some really cool socks Uh Every month now. Oh yeah. Yeah, he signed up for. um Well, you can go ahead and tell. Them. Yeah, what, yeah. What do you go got going on? Go a, a, go a, a, cigar, a, sock.
2: a sock of the month club. Okay, yeah, it's a sock of the month club, and it's a, a young man, and I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now. Jessica, do you remember his name?
1: That's why I was go ahead. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll put the link.
1: I'll, I know. I can't remember
2: later, but he, he's a young man. He's got Down yeah. syndrome, and he had to. To break into the workforce, obviously, as he became an adult, and that's what he decided to do was bring joy to people's lives with his sock of the month club. So he sends you a silly sock every month, yeah. and the proceeds go all of his employees are have, a, have disability. Um, right. or a, a disability. A yeah. disability. Um, and all the extra proceeds after paying the employees go towards uh, awareness for disabilities.
3: Yeah. So, all
0: right, so, Diggins. When the show is over, I mean, yeah. it, you'll, you'll probably have to do it uh, later tonight or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Make up, make a comment on the show. I'll pin it to the top so sure. that's the first comment that yeah. everybody yeah. sees. And then once I see that, I'll put that
2: uh, also it's, in the um, I show. Name. Some, something silly socks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Silly-, silly socks, or I wish jo- I could can. Johns. Is it John?
1: I think it's John's.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, something silly socks.
1: Yeah, and so I just signed up for it. But you, are you doing the mystery where they pick it, or do you yeah. pick your own? Yeah, so no, that's no, the fun of it. You. And he doesn't, and and doesn't wear note. the same one. He wears all the different, which is part of mm-hmm. um like Down Syndrome Awareness Month. You're supposed to wear two different socks to represent like. And the I've been doing that
2: for years. Just yeah, which is awesome. It's not one to match my socks. Like they're hidden under boots anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just grabbed two pairs of socks and put them on. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. that, that's super cool. Yeah. All, all my socks were the same color.
3: Yeah. Um, so,
0: but uh, that's me. So, um, so yeah. So, so, so you will get uh, on top of uh, um, um, the uh, uh, the pair of Johnny Walker socks. You've got a cool stainless cocktail shaker from a uh, uh, Fox cigar. Um, You you will get one of these uh, Rocky Patel lighters,
1: and maybe a Bard smoker one.
0: Nope. Um, And then you'll also get a five pack of their tenth anniversary cigars, and you're also going to get another cigar uh, from Warped in that uh, five pack. Oh, that's awesome. um, From uh, our our great sponsor, uh, Frontline Cigars. You're going to get a two-pack of cigars, and then Mo had chimed in earlier that he wants to give away a Frontline lighter as well. So I will uh, uh, forward Mo the info so he can get that uh, lighter out. So you're going to get two lighters in this, uh, this pack. Um, you're going to get uh, from, for, uh, from 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 Donley Honduras Tobacco. You're going to get one of their new clown cigars. We do have their new clown Maduro on the way, a box that they want us to give away. Yeah, so awesome. we'll we'll have that. And then from Drew Estate Cigars, you're going to get a, um, uh, a Hoya de Nicaragua um, cutter. So um, uh, the the question this week is that uh, we're going to go back. I showed you a picture of a uh, Carvajalte uh, back when uh, he was looking like a. Uh, um, um, I forget what, and someone said the MMA fighter, and that's who I thought,
2: you know, he, he looked like, oh, um, wow. uh, but, but talking about, um, Diamond Dallas Page, I thought, yeah, uh, I, I forget that guy with the cauliflower ear, yeah, yeah
0: yes, uh, that, that's who, um, so he, he played football, then we talked about uh, uh, the greatest football player of all time, Al, Al Bundy, um, Al Bundy, what was the name of his high school? Ooh, what was know. the name of uh, that? He held uh, the greatest record. Can to I? This di- yeah, it, that's can, it. I, it was, I don't know. So uh, who who did uh, Al Bundy uh, uh, play high school for?
2: And
1: go. Ooh, that I think stumped everybody. Uh, <laughs> oh, so
2: there. there's. I guarantee you, there's somebody out there. Oh, there's got to be somebody. Oh, yeah. Adam says everybody's googling. Chuck Liddell.
0: Chuck Liddell. That's who it was. Yeah. All right. Oh, Daniel. Nice, Adam. Dan
1: Perry. Uh, oh, Dan,
0: Dan Perry can't win. Oh. Um, um, uh, Frontline Cigars can't win. I shouldn't have said anything because now people are going to comment comment Christina. on that. Can Christina um, Let's see. No, uh, uh, Christina Harrison, Polkai, was the next. You had a uh, um, – But they gave um,
2: everybody the answer now, so they're just all saying it
0: yeah so Christina Harrison uh, she wins. um it was a uh, uh, Polk Polk high so uh, uh right on so uh that's why I'm commenting so everybody else can win. damn I should have said it that's my problem is I'll say, oh hey, you can't win and everybody's like, oh that must be the answer so um so yes Christina Harrison who, uh, wins tonight's uh, oh my
1: God. congratulations uh, uh,
0: Swag uh,
2: tomorrow night we have a lucky sucker match
0: yeah
1: that's hey yeah.
0: I, that's it. So um, uh, tomorrow night we have on uh, Fouad Kashuti um, from uh, uh, Hiram and Solomon Cigars. Hopefully uh, he hasn't answered my last few messages like, hey, we still on for tomorrow. So it just may be me and Diggins tomorrow. So hopefully um, he'll be joining us. Uh, I remember in the, in, the, in the show notes down below, um, Diggins, Jessica, Cigar Prop, well, all of our social media um, uh, accounts. Yes, happy Mother's Day to you, Christina. Yes. Congratulations. Um, uh, Make sure you give us a uh, a follow. Once again, a big thanks to Cigar Bundles of Miami, Cigar Medics, uh, Don Lee Honduras Tobacco, Fox Cigar, Frontline Cigars, and, of course, Drew Estate and Experience Acid. And um, we will see you guys tomorrow night.